Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore. And this week we only have three books, but wow. Talk about awesome books. Uh, but first I'm going to say hi to Wendy Sue in the chat room. And our beloved Tej. Hey, Tej! Oh, what a nice introduction. I feel so loved. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how are you, Holly? I'm good. I'm very excited. Tej has received her triple threat, Lois Lane's triple threat by Gwenda Bond. Yes. So very I am... soon, not tonight, but very soon, we will be discussing the book. I'm going to read it a second time and take notes this time because the first time I was like, Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> well, I am I am also doing the exact same thing. Um, it's it just, I love every interaction because I think we're so used to these characters now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, you, you know how we always said uh, Dan Jurgens developed the Daily Planet family? Right. And we got to love them, mm-hmm. you know? That's what Gwenda's doing with this cast of characters. And I love the interactions. I love the, because it's, it starts with suspense. Oh my God. It just, you just dive into a romance, B friendship, C somebody chasing Lois. It, it's just like, you just start. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like not even 10 pages in. And this is what happens, you know? Um, but yes, I'm, Halfway through, I will probably finish tomorrow night. Depends. If I want to take it slow and casual, then I'll read it by tomorrow night. Uh, But Monday in South Africa is a uh, public holiday, Mm -hmm. so won't be doing anything. Um, We'll be finished with it latest Monday. Uh, And then I'm going to read it again and take notes for the show. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> like, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm just enjoying every moment of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, but I do. Yeah. I do take my bookmark and I put it, slide it in to where the conversations are between Marvel guy and skeptic girl. And you know, in my chapter, I don't read ahead. I just like see where the font changes, and I slide my my bookmark in there, and I'm like. Okay, only so many pages to go. Yeah, I did that. another like, conversation. Okay, two more pages. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like okay, okay, okay. You know, she's doing stuff with her family, with her friends, blah blah blah. With all the guys. Pretty much. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to see, to read that that first meeting. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and. This book is officially sold out on Amazon. Woohoo! Uh, in five stores. pre-orders, so yeah. Yeah, in five different stores. 
it's sold out on Amazon. Uh, Gwenda said, don't worry, <laughs> more coming. Uh, so, yeah, well done, Lois Lane fans. So well has done. Gwenda said, oh, yeah, we're going to get a fourth yet? No, she's staying very hush-hush. Um, I tweeted her and I said I got my book earlier than expected because it came fr- Friday. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to only come next week, Monday, right. Tuesday. Right. Um, but they sent it early. I was like, well done, Emma. Well, well we got uh, ours early, too. We you. got ours on the, what, 19th? And we weren't expecting it till I don't know, May. Yeah, I was like, okay. All right, pays to pre-order, you know. Um, but, yeah, people uh, that I've seen on the, the Lowest Lane hashtag is only filled with triple threat stuff and action comics. So I was literally crying tears of happiness this weekend when I went through the the hashtag because it's just filled with love for this character that we have been fighting for for so long. Right. And, I mean, it's been a real battle. Well done to us. I think we deserve a a pat on the back. Right. Yeah. Touch yourself. No, I mean, we there used to say because we knew how incredible she was. And that kind of segues into the incredible statue that they've done of uh, oh. six cover by Gary Frank, and they made it a statue. And it's Superman and Lois Lane on top of the, above the uh, Daily Planet globe. It is like the most, and it's huge. It's huge. And oh, my goodness. I don't. And I don't know I, how many inches it is, but it, it's huge. <laughs> I would say at least 12, wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know what inches I don't know for are, sure so, what the dimensions are. But I was I yeah. read that, you know, they had, they were only going to sell 2,500, which was what they do with statues. But then you told me before the show you want to take it up there. I will. Um, yeah, the this is a designer collection from uh, DC Comics collectibles designer collection i'll give you a brief 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 rundown on that it is the highest quality you will get um and it is the most premium statues that you get mm-hmm. so it's obviously sculpted you know and i saw the people did uh un- unboxings and stuff the the detail yeah is incredible on mm-hmm. the statue yeah, I saw even, one, and I was like, seriously? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, even down even down to stuff like Superman's nails and Lois Lane's manicure, Right. it's it's impeccable, you know? It's like, I loved somebody's comment was, wow, check that booty on Lois Lane there. You know, because the, you've got this, like... And the facial expressions. Definitely, yes. And They're the looking eyes, at each oh. other, and Clark's eyes are bluer than blue. Yes. And so anyway, uh, that that's the type of you know high quality it is. It's huge, as we mentioned. Um, it, it weighs about somebody said five kilos. So I don't I don't know if that's right or wrong or whatever. Or maybe five pounds. I don't know. Um, but it's it's a big thing. And so the designer collections that have come out previously have been stuff like um, the Dark Knight returns and um, I can't remember which other one. Yeah, okay. Oh, the the kiss the, the kiss between oh yeah uh, Batman 
and Catwoman. Batman and Catwoman. And Cat- from Hush. Yeah, Hush. Which is a great yeah, statue, Hush. too. But. It is. It is. And I, I just kept saying, when are we getting the close one? You know. Yeah. When are we getting the close one? And so, so that's the type of stuff. You know, it's really iconic, iconic moments. Um, and I think there's a death of Superman one too. I'm not too sure. Um, but anyway, so the, the, the thing about the designer collection is you only get 2,500, um, units made. Right. And that's how, that's how exclusive it is. Right. Right. Uh, because 2,500 is not a, not a very many amount. Right. But, but. For the first time ever, the demand was so high for this particular statue that they pr- they made an additional 500. So you have one of 3,000 uh, that you could get, you know, right. uh, buy. And it's the first time ever in the history of the designer uh, collections, which started in, I think they said 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with a Christopher Reeve um, Superman and he's standing on um, ice in the Fortress of Solitude uh-huh. sort of thing and that was the first one they came out with and that was 2,500 the rest were all 2,500 but this specific one the demand, the pre-ordering and stuff like that from comic book stores and wherever you get your statues from was so high that they commissioned another 500 more. So, again, well done, close fans. Well done. Pat yourself on the back. Well, and he actually is not going to let money sit on the table. No, yeah. Well done, DC. You're making money. (laughs) Well done. Yeah. And so, like... After after all those years of losing money. (laughs) Yeah. Finally, somebody went, oh, we've got way too many pre-orders for this thing. We're going to have to increase them. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yep. Somebody somebody went to business school and learned that the fundamental basic of business is to make money, to make a profit. Right. Um, it's not about pushing your own agenda. It's not about pushing what you think people should like. It's about giving... You know, it's that whole thing about you need to supply a demand. So if there's a demand for oranges, you're not going to sell people potatoes because nobody's going to want them. Right. So, yeah, well, well done, DC. You you went to business school. Well, maybe somebody will go, oh, really? It's selling that well? Gee, you mean that many people like Clark and Lois together? Yeah, dummy. Yeah, dummy. Um. Yeah, I think Dan Jurgens said this issue of Action Comics sold the highest uh-huh. from what he's heard. So well, I don't know what, what he was trying to say. I don't know what he was trying to say because I asked him, like, what do you mean? Has it gone to, like, a second printing or something? And he said, no, just from the initial, um, like, dull you know, it's it's gone up again. So I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, and the action, okay, now this is kind of unheard of, at least in modern comic book history, is mm-hmm. that, you know, a serial series like Action Comics doesn't, you know, 
go down. I and mean, when once it starts to go down, then it just keeps going down. But Action Comics, actually, I think it was the fourth issue of Reborn, went up. And yes, so did the fifth. it was. And then it went back down. Yeah. Now, so I guess this one went up again. So that's, that's really unheard of. Mm-hmm. What I will say about Action is, it's selling its constant, right? Um, you know, it, it, if it drops, it doesn't drop by a thousand or something. It drops by like twenty, right? Um, and those, it that could be the, you know, those twenty people. Maybe they couldn't go to the comic book store. Maybe they bought it online. Um, or hundred people. Well, I mean, it's orders. It's not necessarily sales. But the other thing is that Action Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I going to say? It's, it's just that, I mean, that's unheard of. And because of the storyline, it's not because of the splash pages, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the storyline and the plotting and uh, and bringing Superman back, that's mm-hmm. making it sell so well. And... um. Yeah, action is very good. Oh, I know what I was going to say. You, you know, if they put it on the stinking DC website gallery, <laughs> it might get more orders. I don't think anybody goes to that website, to be quite honest. I would love to see how many hits the DC website gets because nobody can navigate through that. I mean, unless you're the person that designed it. And right. you know where all the things and they are. all the time to make it worse. But, they do. They change okay. it all the time. Action should be in the gallery. It should, yes. It definitely should. But most of the time, it is not. No, yeah, it's only it been in the gallery. It's only been in the gallery three times. Since, yeah, since a year ago. Yeah, so that's like 21 issues. Which only three have been in the gallery. Right. So, yeah. And it's Action Comics, you dodo birds. The one that started yep. it all. Hello. Do they really think mm-hmm. of comics would have lived on if it hadn't been for Superman? Um, No. And actually, speaking about that, uh, there was on Friday. Friday? Yes. Yesterday. It was International Superhero Day. Yes. And there was some interesting tweets that I actually saw and I retweeted them. But the one that stood out the most is uh, the genesis of the name superhero comes from Superman because he is the first recognized superhero. And they so they were looking for a term for it and they said... Well, they're not just heroes. Put the super from Superman in front of it, and they're superheroes. Right. And that's where the genesis of the word comes from. It's actually a thing. If you go and research it, it's there. It's the, the genesis of superhero. Yes. Um, the, the official description of superhero is somebody with um, extra normal uh, human powers uh, or someone with, um, what's it? An 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 extra normal human, which means a human who can do more, like Batman. Extra right? normal human who's rich and has gadgets. 
I'm rich. <laughs> I love that line from the trailer. I'm rich. Um, Whoa, I'm, I'm rich. rich. <laughs> I'm rich. Uh, but anyway, an extra normal human being uh, with with abil- with special abilities right. that you know pertain to still within the human um, range of doing things. Right. And then they say, example like Superman. I'm like, I mean, come on. That's so obvious. It's not even funny. But, you know, it's, say, say, I don't know. You know, Batman, okay, so basically, you know, Batman is a superhero because he's rich and he has gadgets. And he's mm-hmm. brain, right? And his yeah. body. I mean, the whole the whole thing about Batman is he's smarter than everybody else. Well, and, but, That's, but. Lois Lane is as smart as Batman, if not smarter sometimes. Um, well, actually, actually, hey. I always go back to the Superman-Batman run that we all love. Um, yeah. Jeff Loeb. Not the Batman-Superman like, um, run, but the Superman-Batman run. No, no, Superman-Batman from the early 2000s, right. not the New 52 one. Right. Um, yeah, and in one of those issues, I think it's Sacrifice. Uh, the one where they're, oh, they're trying to steal right. Lois Lane. Yeah, where they're trying to steal Lois Lane because they believe she should not be married to Clark Kent. She should be oh, married to Superman. Resurrection or... No, no, it's... There's it's sacrifice, I, resurrection. Superman Batman yeah. 72, I know that, because I talked to Paul Levitz about it when I went to Comic-Con. Okay, that's the number. I'm going to trust on that because it sounds right. Uh, one with... Wonder Woman and who she twist the neck of? I forget. Oh, uh, Maxwell Lord. Yeah. That one. That one's also called Sacrifice. Yes, it's very confusing. Um, but the the one that where they have Lois Lane on the thing where they're burning it. Yeah, the fire. They're gonna. They got her. Yeah. Tied up by. Yeah, like to burn her. Yeah. Not worthy. Yeah. Rejected Superman and married Clark Kent. Yeah, little do they know. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> and I'm just and there was that one panel of Lois rolling her eyes like, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, you have space. Soups is in space. Soups is in space. She's been kidnapped, and her wedding ring sends an activation to every active Justice League member. Yeah, and. Batman's like, in a few seconds, someone's going to be really sorry they messed with the wrong reporter. Yeah. Right? And he's looking up, and he's looking up to the sky, and he says, hmm, he's late. Oh, well, I better go save her. And... Well, he's got to get on the move, because if Clark's not there, he's the backup. He is, right? And so then he, so Batman goes, and... Lois Lane is literally rolling her eyes at these these uh, cult people. Yeah. And and Batman's like, you know, Lois Lane is so resourceful, and she is, and he's just he's thinking in his mind and narrating, and he says she's so resourceful, she's so intelligent, she could probably get out of this. She then breaks somehow the 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 pole that she's tied to, and Batman says. See, <laughs> like, see what I mean? 
And that's Batman's viewpoint on Lois. And that's why I love what they're doing with the current continuity, where they're sort of bringing that back. And Peter Tomasi and uh, Patrick Gleason are also bringing that back, where they have Batman actually respecting Lois Lane. Right. You know, where she tells them, she tells them, this isn't Gotham, this is Hamilton. We talk inside in the light. We don't, go, we don't talk in, in drafty old bars. Well, I think, and... I think my point was, uh, also in that story that you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. Batman says that Lois is the brains of the couple. Yes, yes, he but does. But my point mm-hmm. is, okay, the only reason Batman's considered a superhero over Lois Lane is because he's rich and he's got gadgets. Lois is a superhero. No, yeah, she is. So, you know, and some people are upset, you know, I guess Henry Cavell didn't tweet Amy Adams, but she should have. Oh. But, oh, but he, you he, know. He's like next Snyder. He's so. Marvel people, which I don't understand. Oh, speaking of which, they keep advertising Gal- the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, I want to go see Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman's not for another month away. June 2nd, people. Tickets are on sale in the UK, and I think US is next week. But, yeah, it's it's June 2nd. And they've been having some TV spots. Yes, the TV spots are fantastic. Go check it out. Um, Yeah, uh, I've seen, actually, I wasn't allowed to share this uh, visually, so I couldn't take a picture. Um, There's this huge, huge wall poster in my cinema of Wonder Woman, the movie. And it's tr- it's a transition poster, so as you turn the corner, it changes. And it starts off with, you know that opening shot of Themyscira and she's standing on the cliff? And uh, Steve Trevor's plane is coming in and then wraps around to her and Steve arriving by boat into London, and then it's just her with her arms crossed around the corner, and yeah, it's amazing. I'm really looking forward to this movie. (laughs) Yeah, me too, and I'm like, I don't want to see... I didn't go to the theater to see Guardians of the Galaxy. My son Mm -hmm, got the DVD, and that's how I watched it, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to see Wonder Woman. I don't want to see this crap... My son says, oh, you'll like it. You'll like the music because his mom's mm-hmm. music is, you know, from your era. And I'm sitting there, and I went, I hated that song. I hated that song. <laughs> she has horrible taste in music. There was like one or two songs I liked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, what is your problem? Do you know your mother? Well, I don't know. I, just, I said, okay, Groot is cute. He is. That's it. Um, I just can't believe that we have a superhero movie where the the the, the villain was conquered by a dance off. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I'm watch I didn't go to the to the cinema to watch this because I didn't know it even came out. You know, I was like if somebody told me Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie, I'd have been like is that a superhero thing? You know? Um, 
I watched it on TV, and I remember thinking, wow, okay, Groot's ni- Groot is nice. Yeah, I like Groot. That's it. I think the rest is very subpar acting or characterization. You know, it's like right. it's like stereotypes, and I don't like stereotypes. I honestly don't. You know, where they say, the typical valley girl. I don't like that, you know, or the typical jock. And it's like so bleh to me. Yeah. It's a good movie to watch, you know, for fun. I like um I like Groot and Rocket, I think. The fake characters. Yeah. Not the humans. <laughs> or not the humans. So I can't oh. even remember the other people's names, so. I don't either. Oh, I looked up the Superman Batman. <laughs> we both were wrong. Really? Wait, what? It's called Worship. Worship. Okay. All right. I knew it wasn't sacrifice because I knew that was a whole other deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, My bad. And I think Resurrection was was before that. That was when Clark and Lois were making the bed. Remember? Oh, yes. Was in the purple uh, night. Was in that purple night. Yeah. Lois, damn, close those curtains, girl. <laughs> and, you know, Clark is ginormous. <laughs> he is. I love that issue because she's just so, like, comfortable in her sexuality. And Clark is just, like, shirtless, so that's good. You know, when do we ever complain about a shirtless walk in? Never. Um, and I love, I love that scene of where they both make their size of the bed. And, you know, they turn down the... The, the covers mm-hmm. and they take off the, the, the display pillows and they put it on the side and they sleep on the normal pillows and I was like that's, that's what I want you know that's what yep. I want um, <laughs> Wendy Sue says the only thing that drives her to that movie is sexy Chris Pratt okay I'll give you that but I'll give you that that shutless scene was good it's still a yep. Marvel movie <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there going really okay now I'm saving my money for Wonder Woman. And I asked my dad, I said, what's your schedule next week? Thinking it was coming out next week. And he's like, no, I can't go. And I was like, oh, so I will have him pencil in. Dude, you can't do anything on June the 5th. So June the 2nd. Yeah, June June the 2nd. If you go on June the 5th, you'll still see it, but you'll be like three days late. Yeah. Um. Listen, my sister will be nine months pregnant, and we will be going to watch this movie. Yeah. She was like, she she asked me, right, when does Wonder Woman come out? Like, June the 2nd. She's like, shh, that's pushing it, that's pushing it. No, 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 I'll schedule, I'll schedule the next week to go. And I'm like, okay. If you know this is nature, you can't, she's like, I'll hold that child in. Yeah, they they're <laughs> the spots are really cute because you know anytime you have the Trevor Wonder Woman thing going on, Wonder Trev going on, it's really pretty cute. And you know, Chris it Pine. Now, uh, yeah, so, I take you know I Trev shirtless scene, and I raise you Chris Pine shirtless scene that's gonna be in Wonder Woman. There you go. Yeah, we go. There we go, Wendy Sue. <laughs> well, here's my thing. You know, I I get ahead of myself, and I'm like. Can Eastwood be Steve Trevor in Justice League? 
please. Oh, yes. That man is so handsome, Chef. Anyway. Diana needs a Steve Trevor. Diana does need a Steve Trevor. I hope they don't go the Wonder Bat route because... No, I don't want Wonder Bat. Bat needs to be with Cat. Yeah, I've seen some stuff that they've been saying in magazines and things. Um, Oh, let me me read you this one quote. Gal Gadot um, said in one of the magazines. So one of the interviewers, of course, asked her this. uh, So who does one woman like more? Um, Batman or Superman? And I'm sitting there, before I read the answer, literally gorging my eyes out, right? Because right. I'm like, we're talking about a one room movie, and you bring it back to which dude that she does she like, um, and what what did Gal Gadot say? Hold on, let me just read this. I have this was so uh, I know this was really cute from her. Um, okay, so Gal literally they say she scoffs right, and she says, um. I had it here just now. Uh, oh, she says, um, she's like, oh, Batman. Superman is like almost married to Lois. Diana would like Batman. <laughs> nah, that was wrong. Answer. Take that, <laughs> Well, they asked her from Batman or Superman. No, 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 and they no, didn't no, 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 no. She should have done a Tom Welling. Tom Welling before season four was asked a question. Mm-hmm. I think it was at one of those CW festival things and someone asked him he says okay so which would clark choose lana or chloe and he looked at him and he went neither (laughs) (laughs) that's not who he you know ends up with hello and that was before lana said on the show and it was like i like this dude okay Mm -hmm. and i was like she should have said oh no you haven't seen the film yet, have you? <laughs> well, she does say in the exact same interview that Steve Trevor is her one true love. So, well, I we do have that. And I want Steve Trevor to be there for her in Justice League. Yeah, I mean, I can write so many stories for you guys to put Eastwood in as as Steve Trevor because it's a hundred years later. Genetics, you know, there's a certain pool of genetics in the family. You can have a repetition of, like, looking the same, you know, because uh, Scott Eastwood and, and Chris Pine look exactly alike. You make it complicated. Okay. No, yeah. I, I thought about when they were some... filming Suicide Squad. People said that GQ yeah. had mm-hmm. Trevor on his uniform. He did, yeah, that's what they said. I didn't see the pictures or whatever like that. I I wasn't interested in Suicide Squad till they mentioned this dude might be Steve Trevor, right? Right. And I was like, what? Okay, I'm going to watch the movie. Um, I didn't see anything in the movie. They did say a lot of his scenes were cut. Right. Um, and he said himself. When they when they were doing interviews on the red carpet for Suicide Squad, he said, "Of course I'm coming back." Right. And I'm sitting there and wondering, you know, they're not doing another Suicide Squad movie, 
they're doing a Gotham Sirens movie, um, which is the breakaway from Suicide Squad, right? But weren't some of the Suicide Squad in London while they were filming Justice League? Yes, right. And the basically Harley Quinn and the Enchantress were hanging out with Mira. So right. and I and, and I'm Eastwood like Eastwood was there too. Who? Eastwood was there too. Yes, Eastwood was there, and he hung out with Chris Pine in London. And I'm like, oh my god, why are they doing this to me? You know, is that Steve Trevor and that Steve Trevor reincarnated? Like. Who's this? Who's, what's happening here? Um, well, I mean, it'd yeah, be a natural flow if it was like his what? It would be his great-great-grandson? His great-great-grandson, yeah, because Steve Trevor has a sister. Or great-great-nephew. Great-great-nephew, yes. Right. Because Steve Trevor has a sister in canon, and her sister has a son in canon. Um, the, the, the sister's um, husband is killed in war, right? right? And there's this whole other backstory. There's this whole other backstory of the sister doesn't want her son at this time. Now, you got to remember, this was back now in the, like, 80s and stuff, so they could say, you know, it was... Well, not 80s, sorry. More before that. Uh, so they could say it was just, you know, the son or whatever that was now a new, like, Trevor dude and things. But we can say it's a great, great nephew, right? Right. And there was this whole thing about the Steve Trevor sister not wanting her son to go into the army because her husband died in serving in the army. Right. And that's the whole, you know, dynamic that you can give this character as a backstory because GQ has no backstory. He's just a loyal soldier who doesn't die. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I find that something to do like uh, escort Wonder Woman around yeah and there was there was a couple of things where people said um, there was like this military scene but it's um, Wonder Woman and so it's for the Wonder Woman movie mm-hmm. where um, there's like these military people and Wonder Woman is at the loop, so it's set in modern times in today. Um, like you remember in the that that second trailer, we see her walking and she's carrying her handbag and she's going to work and that sort of thing. Well, so if it's set in, in modern times, Superman, we saw her go to the ATM, and she was in those uh, stills we got. She was getting out mm-hmm. of the car. And she was in Paris. Exactly, and we didn't see those scenes even in the Ultimate Edition. So it's like, where did those scenes go? You know? Right. And um, they are connecting all these. I mean, Batman is in Suicide Squad, and you know, and then he's in Batman versus Superman. Well, he was in Batman versus Superman, and he was in Super, Suicide yeah. Squad, and now he's going to be in, is in Suicide so Squad. They're all intertwining. Yeah. I mean, Flash's cameo. Was in right, and and was in Batman v Superman and Superman right. is in Suicide Squad. Right. Sort of. His funeral directly impacts the entire plot of Suicide Squad. Right. I have to like, see that. Uh, but is it out on DVD yet? 
Oh yeah, it's out on 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 DVD. I bought Suicide Squad just to watch that, where there is a guy, and Amanda Waller's walking to a restaurant, right in Metropolis. Right. And there is a guy outside selling Superman shirts, and then he turns the Superman shirt around, and in gold on this black shirt it says "Remember," and I. I swear to you, I, I didn't expect this when I was watching, when I was going to watch Suicide Squad. I broke out crying in the middle of the theater. I was like, I would have. Oh my goodness. The theater, I was, yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Ask if my kid got it. Ask, ask him if he got it or not. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, how do they do this and they don't want you? You know, it's knife to the heart. Right. So. <laughs> Um, but anyway, but anyway, Wonder Woman um, tickets are on sale. Wonder Woman tickets are on sale. Gal Gadot's doing her interviews. The woman just had a child. Give her a couple of weeks to recuperate. Yeah, she was um, when she did some of those really cold scenes, you know. Yeah, apparently she did reshoots yeah. while she was pregnant, which yeah. I commend her. Wow, she is truly. We are lucky to have her as. Wonder Woman because she is so dedicated to this character and not only that, she's dedicated to all the characters in the Justice League and beyond. She she genuinely cares about how superheroes impact people and yeah, I'm just well done Gal Gadot. You, you truly are Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Wonder Woman, one of our three this week was Wonder Woman number 21, which was part mm-hmm. of the truth. Um, yes, this is the, the storyline that we like. Yeah. Um, and May will be ending Rucka and Liam Sharp's um, run on this book. Yes, yes. So, oh, yeah, I'm so sad to see them go. Right. So do you want to take us through this one? This one, okay. I will. Okay, this one didn't have as many Easter eggs as the next two. So no. we're going to, like, go over those like Batman used to go over things before he became yeah. Demi Detective. Okay. Hold on. Why isn't my Wonder Woman comic loading? I don't know. And the first because, you know, was like, Team Travis! Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. We need to have that... Team Trevor for Wonder Woman in the Justice League movie. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just load your stupid thing. Oh, and have yeah. Batman trip over Catwoman. <laughs> Is he going to trip over Catwoman while she's stealing a diamond? <laughs> yeah, because that's the only way, that, you know, Bat's like, why did I trip over her? I don't ever trip over anybody. And she just kind of looked at him like, sucker. Uh, okay. I'm loading the comic. Hold on, people. I will get there. <laughs> well, okay. At, at last we remember, Wonder Woman got shot in the last issue of truth of the truth. So We're yes, like, no! and it was it was like what? How can you end it there? You cannot you cannot shoot Wonder Woman. Hello. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how do you even shoot? Who approved this? Who approved? 
know we see this issue. Yeah, I know we see this issue. You're breaking up here. I don't know if you're breaking up anywhere else. Hello? Hold on. Hello? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, but you know, like, oh, la, 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 la. I might, oh, 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 that's not a good sign uh, if your modem's slow and your thing's not loading and you're sounding like la 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 la. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm watching your okay. light. I'm going to see if it goes out anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Okay, hold on. There you go. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. But Is this better? Is this better? It's because a little better than the- it was, yeah. Okay. All right. I think the comic was just eating up the bandwidth. Oh, that's because probably it. Yeah, you know, it's it's like, oh my god, I have to download something. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Download so, it. it should be right there. It was here. I don't know where it went to. I have to re-download it. Anyway. So we we're back and Steve is over Diana and he's and she's like, Oh, Athena, that really hurt and I'm like, Whoa. Wonder Woman, you just walked away from that bullet shot like it was, you know, you you twisted your ankle or something. <laughs> just a flesh wound. Uh, uh, yeah, it just it just it just went through your entire body, you know. But you're cool. You're okay. Um, and I immediately had a flashback to the New Fifty Two Wonder Woman, who could not stop a bullet and got shot, and then could not stop an arrow and got shot, and then couldn't. And then could not stop a couple of arrows. I got shot. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Rucker's sort of saying, screw you, New 52 Wonder Woman. Uh-uh. So, um, Maru's team is like, you know, all con- all teams converge, keep her busy. And um, Steve does his uh, military thing and he's like, you know, she set up a rifle somewhere high and he sees the next shot coming and he's like, get down. And he you know, he protects Diana because, you know, Steve, she can't take a bullet or something. Um, so then the poison teams roll in and uh, they're firing at her. And Wonder Woman's like, they're here to occupy me so that, you know, the other person can take their shots. And so they open fire on her and she's doing her thing with her bracelets. And then another shot comes in from the sniper. And she's like, Steve. And he's like, yes, Angel. And she's like, can you shoot them, please? Can you open fire? And he's like, okay, you need to move. You may want to move. <laughs> yeah, you you may want to move because he's got this, like, huge like a thing, cannon uh, thing. What, whatever you call them. I don't yeah. know what guns are called. And so she does, you know, the backflip onto the car and she lands in style. Liam Sharp can draw a good Wonder Woman. Oh, Liam Sharp's art is like to, you could eat it with a spoon. It's so good. 
It is so good. Wait till we get to the last page. Oh, my goodness. I had a field day with this one. Um, so they're targeting her. And, you know, now that Steve's taken over and he's distracting the team Poison, Wonder Woman hears the next uh, sniper shot coming in. And she looks at this person through the telescope, uh, you know, the focusing telescope. Mm-hmm. And I love of her, she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, two times, maybe not the third. <laughs> and so she gets onto the roof, super speed, and she says, "I know you consider it only a job, Colonel, but I confess that I take it personally when someone succeeds in shooting me twice." <laughs> and she's got this person lifted up by the scruff of the neck, and she's squeezing the sniper rifle and she's like just so cool and then she says but if it helps and she punches a person she says you can tell yourself I'm only doing my job as well oh so good and then we're back to Veronica Kale and her face and Cheetah and her a faceless daughter and Cheetah and so they landed on this island that Cheetah says is Themyscira. It's in the black. And yeah, and I I am very proud of myself. I read up on my Greek history and I knew it. Mm-hmm. These dogs, there was something about them, and yeah, they're like Cerberus, the three-headed dog, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, except there's two. And right. she says, you know the. The dogs start barking and growling, and she's like, um, you know, she lets the dogs loose. Veronica lets the dogs loose, and she's like, they're they're going home to their master. And then we go to Themyscira, and from the tree where all the the patrons have come as animals, uh, there's a growl. From the stag, I think it's a crow. Okay, um, and Some so horned beast with, and there's an owl, and there's a couple birds with him. Yeah, there's like some birds, and there's like a, a a reindeer, and an owl, and so the animals on get ready. Philippus is like two arms rally around the queen. And then we see there's something strange happening with this tree, this dark tree. There's like, it's splitting in half. And so then Hippolyta says, banish your fear, abandon your doubt. This is the duty we are called to, the purpose of our paradise and our lives. We shall not forsake it. If today should see Themyscira fall, then let the patrons themselves witness our sacrifice. And so, the what's the name? Um, Cheetah is getting annoyed by these dogs howling. Right. And uh, Veronica at Themyscira too. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like on the island, but they can't find Themyscira yet. Right. And so Veronica's like they're calling to their father to Aries. And then we see Wonder Woman carrying Steve. Yay! And she's yay! And she and she says, "This stops now." Um, 
what you seek here is not yours to find. Even if it were, even if it were, you would not find it here. All you'll find here are lies. And Rebecca says, lies to you, Wonder Woman. Perhaps for me, I will find salvation. And she says, then you have been deceived. Um, this is not the way to Themyscira. This is nothing but a trick of the gods. And then she groans in pain and she takes out her gauntlet. And we see that the flesh wound from the snake that bit her um, in year one right. comes, it's, it's bleeding. And then there's a crack. And then a huge boom. And we see the black tree. And it grew and a Veronica, lot. It grew a lot. Like big, like big now. It's not like a tiny tree. And Veronica says, it's the gateway. It must be. Dr. Minerva, cheetah, open it now. And How's the like, kitty cat going to open it? Yeah, cheetah's like, How? And you know, Wonder Woman's like Barbara, stay back. This is this is a thing of darkness. I fear to lose you to it. And Barbara's like, fear, uh, lose me. You lost me years ago. There is no Barbara. Ah. This is who I am. And she's growling and snarling. Then she pokes Wonder Woman in the arm where her bullet wound is with her thumb um, and sees like please guys uh, please guys move I don't want to hurt you he's pointing his gun at the, the dogs who are still barking and then Veronica Kale pulls the gun on Steve's head and I'm like Mm-mm, don't do that and uh, I love this line I love this line right <laughs> like so you must be Veronica Kale. I'm Steve. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh so Barbara and Ochita and, and Wonder Woman are fighting, they're fighting, fighting, fighting. And you know, Wonder Woman's trying to subdue her. She's like, think of Etta and then some of her blood drops onto the tree. Right. And a, and a portal opens from the tree. And then it's very similar to Wonder Woman Rebirth when she's going through that whole thing to try and get to Olympus and Themyscira and stuff. It's like a portal like that. And so the dogs go through. And Steve is like, the dogs! (laughs) And then Veronica's faceless daughter goes through and Wonder Woman tries to save her and she follows her but she gets sucked into the portal herself and then it closes and Steve is like so I may be going out on a limb here pun intended but if this is a normal tree <laughs> no duh Steve <laughs> Papa's like shut up Steve shut up Steven yes and so now we're in, in the tree, for lack of better description, because we're not on Themyscira. Um, and Veronica is like, where is she? Where is my daughter? And Wanda was like, daughter? And she's like, the girl who ran through here, the one without a face. 
you know, she's like, the face that was stolen, blah, blah, blah. And Wonder Woman puts out her hand and she's like, we will seek her together. And so they're walking through the trees. And um, what is it? Oh, and then Veronica's like, you have very different uh, definitions of paradise. And she says, this is not the mascara. She's like, that's where I need to take Izzy. And she says, I told you it is a lie. You cannot go home. I no longer know the way home. Perhaps we are dead now. We make our way across the, the six. She says, and then Veronica says, do you hear that? And she says, hear, and she's singing. I hear music. I hear someone singing. And then we hear someone say, hi, mom. And Izzy's got her face back. And Veronica goes and hugs her. And the next panel shocked me. Um, There's this hunk and a half. Yeah. Sitting, like, on on the thing, you know, uh, with a pillow behind him. Barely a loincloth or a cloth covering his manhood. Chained. Mm-hmm. Glass of wine, and he's like, "Are you going to just stand there, Diana, or you, go- or are you going to come and say hello?" And then it's like, "You speak as if we, we know you know. I know you and this place. I do not." And Hunk says, "I suppose you don't, do you?" Well, let's do the introduction then. I already know who you are, Diana, the mascara, princess, and champion. I'm Aries. Welcome to my prison. I'm like, whoa, that's Aries? Wow. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And that's where it ends. It's like, okay. But then Kevin Smith was one sexy Aries. Did you ever watch? Which Kevin Smith? Did you ever watch Xena or Hercules? Yes. That, that Aries was... was Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was funny too. So he was a funny Aries. He was yes. <laughs> I liked him. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of like, I was like Hercules. <laughs> Aries is really cute. Yeah, Hercules wasn't that good looking to me. No, I remember it's both cute and everything, but it's just that Kevin Smith has this huge personality. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think it's it's more um it brought more more character into it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I I love the 90s shows. We should get those back. They've got We need those back. On Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, I can't remember which. We don't get all that here. No. We don't get all that here. We don't get all those fancy things. Unfortunately, Kevin Smith died tragically. He was on a set. Oh. Visiting a set in the Far East somewhere, China, mm-hmm. something, and he went up on this huge um, scaffolding thing and fell to his death. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. He left three sons behind. And... So, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, when you said Kevin Smith, Thinking of Fat Man on Batman. And no, no, like, no, no. What? No, 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 no. There's many <laughs> Kevin Smiths in this world. This yeah, Kevin and D. D. I mean, they're all numbered. The the Kevin and Smith must be a very common combination. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, uh, I didn't know that was the guy's name. I just knew him as Aries from the Xena cartoons that I used to watch and uh, Hercules. I used to watch Hercules religiously. Love that show. Yeah. Um, I think I have it on a couple of DVDs. Not all the seasons, but got a couple. When Aries first appeared on Hercules, which was the first series, uh, Mm -hmm. he wasn't human form. Mm Mm-mm. Like two seasons, and then Smith showed up as yep mm-hmm. his black leather, <laughs> black leather, road, you black. know, yeah, yeah, hanging with Aphrodite was a total hoot. Yeah, even Hercules is to rock those leather pants and yeah, cut down to the middle loincloth top thing. Yeah, yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> um, yeah, the nineties. One more yeah. issue of The Truth, and that will be May 24th by Greg Rucka and Liam Sharp. So. Mm, yeah. I know Greg Rucka is doing an issue afterwards where it's an epilogue, which uh-huh. he is um, going to round up everything and sort of cement a Wonder Woman's uh, current history. Right. So, well, so yeah, because they really no. haven't told us. Okay, so it's all a lie. She can't get back to Phantom Mascara. But what about the whole yeah. eating Superman crap? Who caused that? Yeah, and exactly, and it's like nobody's addressing it. Like they're avoiding it, like the plate, <laughs> because Dan Jurgens was asked about it. Yeah. By of course, Newsarama, the romancer. Um. And they said he refused to comment. He said it will just come up in later issues. You right. know, it'll be the words he used was it'll be addressed in later issues. Some people got you know panicky and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, is it, is, does it still exist?" And but after Action Comics this week, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, it's okay. gone. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yes, and there's a big ad for Wonder Woman film, June 2nd, people. Yes, because Holly didn't read the advert at the back. <laughs> I just thought, oh, wow, wow, I wanted to come out this Friday. Come on. Okay. So. You're so excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they actually suggest some really good comics in here, minus the first one. Um, actually, the first one isn't even that bad, so... Hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's that it's the Wonder Woman um Brian Azarello run, which completely ignores Superman. So right. that's actually not a bad origin. And Steve gets a mention in one issue. Steve gets a mention. I'm trying to name but the it, baby. But <laughs> yes. But yeah, it, I I don't know if it'll be Steve? in this one. How about that? How about we name Steve? Like, where did that name come from? I don't know. I think oh, it's a good name. Is to make out with for five years. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The next comic is The Flash, The Button Part 2. Okay, this is a much better story than the Batman button story. <laughs> Batman button. <laughs> because Batman Bat- and Batman... Um, I mean, all they did was fight, okay, and it's like, okay, they had, okay, they had Saturn Girl show up in the, you know, in the asylum, 
mm-hmm. saying, oh, because the hockey player died, oh, no, and there's no one to save him. Where in the hell soups? I mean, come on. Where is mm-hmm. I would have loved a throwaway panel of soups just like, I don't know, making out with uh, with the lowest lane. So <laughs> busy he was baby. Okay. He was currently indisposed, you know, at the time when the hockey player was dying. <laughs> right. So Flash starts out not with Saturn Girl, right, but with Thunder. Nope. Yay, Giant Thunder. Yeah. I love her just screaming at the storm. All King Leah style, just screaming at the storm. Now, for those of you who don't know who Johnny Thunder was, he was a um, speedster who summoned a genie. That's the whole mm-hmm. CEIU thing. Yep. And um, so he's at the good life home for, you know, the elderly. And. <laughs> You remember Wally when he came back in uh, DC Rebirth number one? He he was attracted to Johnny. Johnny thinks that Wally was the genie guy. So yes. So of course you get the orderly dragging his butt down off the roof with all the lightning and stuff because that's you know the lightning is what yeah. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's from the Golden Age. So Golden Age right. had no science behind anybody's they powers. They all had, like, Superman. magical powers. Um, yeah. Um, like Green Lantern yeah. was from magic. Like Green, the Flash was from yeah. magic. Um, it wasn't until the Minus, Age where everything was yeah. science. So. Minus Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick got his powers from, I believe it was, inhaling the fumes of Hard water. Yeah, that's, like, that's right. Okay. <laughs> he breathed in ice. ice. Okay. Hard water is ice. He, he inhaled Nazis had water. called heavy water. Yeah. So that's and, completely different. So, but, yes. I mean, if you could just replace the word hard for heavy water, then, you know, he was kind of more scientific than ice, you know? He um, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we get a, this, a Justice Society yeah. mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this this um, speedster, Johnny, uh, he got his speed from the genie. Yeah. Um, the speed genie. Let's just call him that. See you. See you. See you. See you. Um, <laughs> just, oh. just now, a genie is going to pop up in one of our rooms. Not in my house. Um, we've got okay. So now we've got Barry, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's co- arrived in the Bat Cave, and he is doing forensics because of the battle between Eobard Thawne and Batman. You know, Batman didn't do no detective work. He's playing. You know, he's flipping a button between his fingers, but he's not like you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, Barry goes and explains that his very first crime scene he ever saw was, he ever saw, not that he investigated, was his mother's when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, it was never solved because of lack of evidence, and it was a cold case. 
And so mm-hmm. he just dedicated his life to studying forensics. The crime lab became his second home. He says, I was even in my lab the night I was struck by lightning that gave me the super speed powers to become the Flash. Right? And he was late for it. Mm-hmm. Iris, too. Okay. He and was, so yeah. I can start to paint a picture of a crime scene before I even complete the test. But it wasn't the speed force that gave me the ability to do that. Okay? It was mm-hmm. the time I spent at the lab. So, other words, he had these talents. He has these forensic mm-hmm. talents. It's like Clark with his journalism. Yeah. Um, thank Not you, Joshua Williams. Yeah, huh? thank you, Joshua Williams. The writer, Joshua Williams. Thank right. you. Because he is saying that these individuals, you know, Barry Allen, Arthur Curry, um, Hal Jordan, they all have individual talents. Hal is a, a, a gifted pilot. Yeah, he was you know, um, yeah. yeah, Barry is a forensic scientist. Arthur Curry, people don't know this, he actually had a job in, in an aquarium in his original um, origins. And that's how he became so attached to, he always had a calling to the sea, right? But he's actually like a marine biologist, actually. Right, right. So he's, he's smart as well. He's not just super powerful, and it's not just the powers that make them heroes. I'm so happy that, that somebody gets this, you know? Right. Um, because the new thing, and I'm so basically took all of that away. It was like, it's not about that part of them. It's about their powers. It's like they took Clark Kent out of the Daily Planet so he can no longer do mm-hmm. journalism. Yep. And they just made it all about Superman. So now they're bringing yeah. back this legacy. These characters are well-rounded. They've been around for years, and their history's been added to, but the basics are Barry was a forensic scientist in a crime lab, mm-hmm. he had those abilities before he got the speed force. Clark became a journalist so he could, you know, work on an even playing field with human beings yeah. that he actually had to strive at because his powers wouldn't help him with that capability. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so... Yeah, powers... powers don't you know that's that's instinct and gut and all those things that we love about Lois yeah yeah so yeah um it's good to see they're bringing this back and they're making note of Mm -hmm. it and so he says I can look around the scene and see the origin of every spot of blood the intent of every vicious punch thrown meant not to kill but to torture how the fight worked mm-hmm. its way across the cave, leaving destruction in its wake. You know what I think is hysterical? Is that Barry has put up crime scene tape. Yes. <laughs> the bad cave. And I'm like, it's not like there's going to be a thundering horde or anything in here. I love how he tapes off the dinosaur and yeah. the giant coin. Like, don't touch this. But, you know, he's going through his training. And, you know, 
the first thing they do is they put up the tape so people can't destroy the scene. And he's got, mm-hmm. you know, the little thingies for the drops of blood. He's got them all marked. You know, he's taking notes, actually. And he's got his little case there, you know, a couple cases, actually. And he's, yeah, he's yeah. working mm-hmm. the scene, you know? Maybe maybe he thinks Alfred will come and clean up. So he taped it up. Alfred, don't clean in this but it's area. Also, <laughs> it's ingrained. It's a habit. You I, know, yeah. it's just, just because it's a bat cave, he's not going to, you know, move away from protocol, right? You know what I, you know what I love about that scene, other than it's hilarious, is it's methodical, and yes. that's how he's going about it, and it's detective right. work. If you know, okay, this area is where I have to coordinate off because this is the crime scene. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where they went. And now I'm going to test. Now I'm going to take this chemical and test for blood or test for whatever. And it's just, like you said, it's his way. It's his way of working the case. Right. So that's how he's doing it. It's right. his training. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, Eobard Thawne is dead. He's half skeleton. And, okay. And so he says, a scientist and criminal from the 25th century who was obsessed with the Flash. He called himself the Reverse Flash. To hurt me, Thawne traveled to my past and killed my mother. Changed my history so I'd grow up suffering. He called it Revenge in Reverse. For years, I worried he'd kill someone else close to me. But now, he's looking. he's looking at... Don's body, and then he goes, it's over, Mom. And he does. He has, like, a tablet with him where he's taking notes and stuff. And mm-hmm. he says, Don's death doesn't change what he took from me, and it isn't justice. If someone could kill Fawn, there's no telling how much power they possess. Okay, and there's bats flying around. That's, that's good. Don was mm-hmm. a speedster, but his real power was how he would race through time to manipulate events to satisfy his own sick needs. And then there's a beep because um, Barry is taking, uh, obviously using the camera on the tablet to take a picture of Fawn's body so he can examine it even closer. And he says, my ability Mm -hmm. comes from the speed force, but Fawn pulls from his own creation, the negative speed, speed force. Each has its own unique signature Energy signature, but Thon is covered in mine. Dun, dun, dun. Which makes me question: At some point in the future, do I kill Thon? Dun, dun, dun. I'm not sure how that, you know, how, what that reasoning is, but so then he runs around and he goes. He runs. He goes over to Alfred, who's on a different mm-hmm. level than where the fight took place. He goes. And he looked Alfred, and he says, all of the back cave surveillance equipment appears damaged, sir. Thon's lightning must have fried it. He says, that means there is only one witness. And, of course, here's old Brucey boy in bed, all bandaged up and stuff with blood on his leathers, you know. And mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, the Batman, the day I joined the Justice League was the first time in my life I felt like I had real friends I could relate to. But whenever I talked forensics, I could see in their eyes that I might as well be speaking another language. Except Bruce. We could talk about evidence for hours. 
Even now, uh, after almost being killed by Fawn, he still wants to talk shop. That's the Batman we want. Why is why do we never see the Batman? Is my question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like I you, yeah, you can give me an issue of Barry and Bruce talking shop, you know, yeah. of their evidence. While the rest of the Justice League is like, uh, what? <laughs> Leave him alone. We'll come out of it in a minute. Which I don't think is true. I think Clark would follow just fine. I think oh, yeah. Cyborg would I mean, follow. You know, he's got I all think... that computer, Kryptonian computer crap, so he's got to know something. Yeah. I think Cyborg would follow just fine because right. he's a supercomputer, you know. But let's give them, let's give the two detectives the this thing that they've got. Nerds, okay, that's you know that's that's cool. Yeah, Clark. Yeah, Clark probably is thinking I'd rather go talk evidence and detective with Miss Lane. Well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Barry says, "Son said he saw God." <laughs> with a capital G, responds Bruce Barry. Thon was always more a man of science than faith. Even if he disappeared for only a few moments with his speed, Bruce says, I am well aware of how fast Thon was. And with his time travel abilities, those moments for me could have been days for him, Barry. Barry says, Thon might have traveled all across time and space before he was killed. How did he get back to the cave? Was he forced? I know Thon's vibrational patterns, and there's something wrong with them beyond him being dead. DNA? Matches what Iron Heights had on record, says Barry. Bruce, radiation? Scanned your cave with the Geiger, and then Thon's blood with a dosimeter. Yours or mine? Mine. Mm. Hmm. Did you run multiple tests to compare the results? Oh, here they go. <laughs> Bruce, come on! Goes, Sorry, we researched that button for months and found nothing. The blood on it didn't match any samples found in Argus, the DEO, or Star Labs. Barry, but when you called me, you said the button reacted to to contact with Psychopirate's mask, that you saw something. And Bruce looks kind of coy <laughs> and like, I don't want to tell you this, okay? <laughs> Like, I'm embarrassed to tell yeah. you this. He goes, there was a ghost. And Barry goes, what? He goes, I... <laughs> it was my father. He had on a cowl and bat suit similar to mine, but I could tell it was him. And Barry's like, that sounds like the Batman from the Flashpoint, but how could you recognize him as your father? I wouldn't know him anywhere. My father had a presence, and he had a way. He carried himself. But above that, his voice. It was him. I remembered what you told me about that other time. Fawn, your mother, the letter. Barry goes, then this is my fault. When I tried to save my mom and created the flashpoint, it left us vulnerable to all of this. The lost time, the changes, Fawn's attack on you. Bruce, Barry, you know that isn't true. Whatever messed with time was doing so so long before the flashpoint. There has to be something we're missing. There is one piece of evidence that I can't find on Thon's body. 
the button. It appeared in the back cave on the night that Wally returned. Bruce. Sean being drawn to it can't be a coincidence. And he didn't come back with it. You said your father seemed like a ghost. Since Wally's return, I've had a few visions. One of, was of Fawn, but the other was of the helmet of Mercury. When I saw Woo! it, a wave of calm washed over me. It gave me hope. I wish I knew why. And we see Jay's helmet. Yay. Yay, Jay's helmet. I don't, I don't know what it is about Jay's helmet, but it just always makes me choke up. When I went, yes. When I watch Smallville and Clark's going through the museum and he sees Jay's helmet, I go, ah! Okay, so. I just, I think it's so iconic, yeah. you know, for, for for comic book fans especially, you see that. Right. And I remember for the new Flash TV series, they just had a poster of, of the, the helmet. Right. And I was like, oh, they're bringing legacy. Like, you know, it's, it's, it then gives you a sense of legacy, yeah. and yeah. that's what we we love. So yeah, right. So Bruce says, "I feel like you're not telling me something, Barry." He goes, "Why would I keep any part of my investigation from you?" No, not that. Your mother's killer is dead. If you're feeling relief or even happiness, I'd understand. And Barry says, "Nothing like that, Bruce." And so he takes off. He says, "I'll update you if I find anything else." If Bruce had become a cop instead of Batman, he would have been great in an interrogation room. <laughs> so on the <laughs> watchtower, Barry's narration. Which appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> he said that uh, they didn't have this in New 52. They had a, they had a. a, a the Earth. Remember? Yeah, no, they, they had a, um. A different one. It's it's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. So Barry's narration. The traces of my speed force on Thon's body wasn't all I didn't tell Bruce about. There was something else too. Massive amounts of the same radiation we found on the button, which more than could have been come from just the button. Whatever did I read that we found much more than could, oh, much more than could have come from just the button. Wherever Thawne went, it was rich with the same radiation. And so he goes into this giant room full of stuff, and he says, Hal, nicknamed this the Hall of Lost and Found. (laughs) (laughs) After the Justice League's missions, we secure the stray artifacts here. I wish Batman and I had placed the button here the night it showed up in the Batcave, the night Wally returned. Okay. So they give us a bunch of stuff here that fans who've read comics for years would recognize. We've got that Blue Beetle ship and, ooh. Oh, we've got Skeet. We've got got Skeet from Booster Gold. Uh, We've got Big Bada's wand. We've got um, Dr. Fate's helmet. We've got a ship that I think is... um, from Kamandi, if I'm not too mistaken. Yeah, it's got a bunch uh, of cloths yeah. on it. It's a pirate ship with a serpent head. and Yeah, it's got Lobo's chain. It's got uh, so much stuff. Yeah, you need to like outfit. Yeah, it's got um, 
the 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 um what you call it like a phantom projector next to Martian Manhunter's thing uh outfit. Oh yeah, I see it up it's, up there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's it's like got, crystals um, and then there's below the crystals what is that? I'm not sure. That's a I'm not too sure what figure. The yellow thing. Yes. Uh, the yellow thing I'm uh I think is uh Sinestro's the the yellow lantern's um power source. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, I'm not too sure it, I could be mistaken. Um right. But yeah, yeah, there's tons of stuff in here. There's a mother box. There's a mother box in the corner. You know, people were saying, "Who keeps a mother box in the closet after the Justice League trailer?" And I'm like, "They shoved the, this mother box in the corner." <laughs> there's a there's a Zatanna's um, father's book of spells with a wand. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ton, tons of stuff here. Yeah. Okay, so then we see Barry and Wally. Wally's got his yellow suit on. This is before Reborn. He says, when I was outside mm-hmm. of time, I felt their presence. I tried to see who it was. I couldn't, but I know they're out there. And they're waiting to attack for some reason. So Barry narration, he's running over to something. Okay, and we see the Star Spangled Kids outfit. Mm-hmm. Woo! So he says, Wally said a force more powerful than Darkseid was watching us. Uh, and this was my favorite line of the year. That they made changes to our lives to hurt us. <laughs> they hurt us so bad. New 52 is who he's talking about. He's going to be disappointed. I didn't go to him for help, but Wally, I can't risk anything happening to him when I just got him back. So I'm going to on this trip alone. Yeah, so he thinks. So there's something underneath a big giant cloth, right? And he says, Thon was able yeah. to travel through time freely, while Wally and I always needed help. We used something I swore I'd never set foot on again. I should have destroyed it, and he rips the cloth off, but I saved it for a rainy day. Yeah, and I'm like, Barry, why are you using the cosmic treadmill? Because he can't, and he's got to redeem himself. I'm like, if you flashpoint us again, Barry Allen, I will really just, I think they're going to, if I can use this, see my pun coming up, they're going to reverse Flashpoint us. <laughs> yeah, they're going to unflashpoint us. So, <laughs> oh, so Barry, oh, and it. there's a storm coming with a with the cosmic treadmill. I can follow the button's radiation. The last time I used the treadmill to go back in time, I was desperate and tried to stop Fawn from murdering my mother. You were out of your tree, and we were all screaming at you not to do that. But it created the flashpoint, an alternate history in which the world was at war and on the brink of destruction, which is every day in the week anyway. So this time I'm not traveling back to make a change just to find who killed Thawne and is manipulating time. The risks are enormous, but I have to take that chance. So he puts his foot on the treadmill, and a voice says, You really think I would let you go alone? It's Bruce! <laughs> and we're like, how did Batman get there? And he's all dressed up in his outfit. And he goes, this is my case too, Barry. 
And we see some of, some of the sorrows in jars, and we see yeah, the we uniforms. See. Is that Lightning Lad? I'm not too sure who it is. I I think it might be Lightning Lad. Um, yes, this is this is Lightning Lad, and then that's um, Fatten Girl. Right. And who's the other one? The three of them that hang out. With the guy. Oh, I'm forgetting. Lightning. Yeah, I know this. Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, and his name's Rock. I know that. I know his name's Rock. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what his code name I, is. Cosmic, yeah. Cosmic Boy? I think, yeah. I think Cosmic Lad. Something, like, something, yeah. something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, Barry says, how did you know? He goes, the false alarm went off. He says, Bruce, with your injuries, you should be in bed. You can't. He goes, I've been hurt harder. So, he attaches a battering to the Cosmic Treadmill. And yeah, the like rope he doesn't, is you know, him. <laughs> Batman is like just one step away from fainting and dropping blood. Yeah, and Barry's like, when I used the cosmic treadmill in the past, I knew exactly where and I was where and when I was going. And even then, it was like trying to catch a single snowflake in a blizzard. Well, that's better than a needle in a headstick, huh? He goes, time travel is not... And Batman goes, I am aware of the danger. I've traveled through time before, Flash. Yeah, and I'm thinking, (laughs) when? Well, wasn't that Batman R.I.P.? Wasn't there some... Yeah, and then I had to remember that Batman has every single bit of his history. So I was like, oh, right. Grant, Grant Morrison made Batman like a cowboy. You know, all that is the knight in shining armor and all right. those things because he was traveling through time to try and get back home. So that they is identical in the 90s. So, yeah, that that that's final crisis. Yeah, where, um, yeah, he shoots dark side with his uh god killing bullets. And yes, I know people, Batman shot somebody with a gun. He shot the um, shot. oh, sorry, yeah. And, and yeah, and then he died in inverted commas, and he he had to travel through time because the Omega Beam, even though they hit Batman, didn't kill him. Yeah, like some miracle he survived. By some miracle he survived. Right. And he he was just trapped in a different time. Right. And so he had to he had to travel, you know, through time and space to try and come back home. And even then, too, it was Grant Morrison. So it was, it was probably explained, but I didn't understand it. And I was like, whatever. Go back and back. read it again, and you'll probably understand it a little bit better now. But the thing about it is they hmm. do mention that. So that part of the history, the legacy, is intact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... Cool. On down the road, we'll see. There's quite a few things that are still in legacy. That they. I love how they're bringing it all back. Yeah. So but this not like was Bruce. You're going to see things, impossible things, but it's more than that. The time stream is volatile to navigate. If you detach from the treadmill, you could be lost there forever. We'll need to be very careful. And Batman says, "We're wasting time." <laughs> and Barry goes. 
So, so Bruce is hanging on while Barry starts running on the treadmill. He says, should have known it was pointless arguing with you. Hold on. And so they take off. Well, Barry's running on the treadmill. Batman's hanging on the battering thing. There's lightning. There's, you know, they're in between worlds. Cracker through, you know, that always shows up when they do, you know, the speed force thing. He says, and Barry says, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And he says, this turbulence is making it hard to keep this treadmill steady. And Batman points and says, look. Okay. Boys and girls. See, this is what I I feel sorry for new readers because these pages would mean absolutely nothing to them. Mm-hmm. But if you've read the yep. stories behind the pictures, then you're like, oh, my gosh, they're bringing that back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They mentioned that. Okay. So we've got Superman, Red Trunks, uh, Green Lantern, uh, Martian Manhunter, who was always a member of the Justice League. Always. Woman's got yeah. her shorts on. Yep. And Aquaman. And then mm-hmm. on the other side, this, I like what they yeah. did in uh, – Flashpoint when, you know, they showed the different eras at the end. Only this time we're seeing other stuff. Yeah, only this time there's no handkerchief, dude. Okay, yeah, so the so. first one, yeah, the first one is the original Justice League. Right. The people that were fighting Starro on the cover. Right. Um, the second one is the sort of goofier Silver Age version of them. Uh, where they discuss their names, and uh, as Julie Schwartz said, a society is for older people. Kids don't like societies. Right, right. What do kids like? They like baseball league. I'm gonna name it the Justice League. Right. This is actually from that issue. Yeah. And yeah, so, good throwback. Batman mm-hmm. says, "What? What is that?" And uh. We see Batman talking to the Flash, and we see Wonder Woman in her shorts, and we see Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Superman with the red trunks, and Aquaman looking on, and Batman says, we ought to form a club or society. And Flash says, a league against evil. And then Barry on the treadmill goes, that's not how the league got formed. (laughs) Okay, if you remember, the league got formed in the Silver Age. Flash... Mm -hmm. Barry Allen as the Flash was DC's Silver Age. Not yes. all the characters had a Silver Age. Then Hal Jordan was the Silver Age yeah. for the Green Lantern. But like Superman was yep. pretty much the same. Batman was the same. Wonder Woman, even though they tried to change her, uh, up, she was still Wonder Woman. It wasn't like there yeah. wasn't a Silver Age Wonder Woman. They changed her, you know. So. No, yeah. Even Aquaman is the same because he was created in 1941. Yeah. Yeah. So Batman says, are these alternate realities? And Bear goes, Wally told me years were taken from us. And so in this panel, uh, Barry is looking at Batman and saying, Ollie, think for a second. Ollie is in the back of the room. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, people are separating. Yeah. Well, so I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, why is Barry looking at it fast, but talking to Ollie, who's in the back of the room? And then I I was talking to Mia, and I said, oh, yeah, that's Dr. Fate. And I went, because Hawkman is holding someone. It's not Dr. Fate he's holding. 
it Dr. Light. Dr. Light, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is from Identity Crisis. Yep, that is it, that is it. Yep. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, there's a whole plethora of information just from that one panel. The reason uh, Barry is saying, Ollie, think for a second, is because uh, Dr. Light had raped uh, Sue Dibney. Mm-hmm. And and killed and killed. No, he didn't kill her. Oh no, he. Oh yeah, sorry. Nope, so, my bad. He didn't. Oh. So the, yeah. And she went up to the watchtower. Now Sue Dibney was Ralph Dibney's wife. He was not Plastic Man. He was what? Elastic Man. Elastic Man. And I had never read anything about Sue and Ralph Dibney before and mm-hmm. but in this story identity crisis by oh gosh i just lost it uh, what's his name bert no what was who wrote who wrote identity crisis metzinger metzer brad metzger yeah yes that i was just gonna say something with a b yeah brad metzer uh-huh. um he he created this love story between elastic man and his wife that I cried when she was mm. raped and the rape scene was pretty damn brutal. I mean, you know, oh, it was yeah. a joke tone, but it was pretty I mean, it was pretty realistic. Dr. Light appears in the watch territory. Sue just went up there because she was bored. And she used to like, you know, take care of everybody when they would come in, you know. And mm-hmm. Dr. Light raped her. So the people that showed up, there was seven of, actually there was eight of them who showed up because, you know, she managed to hit the emergency button. And they showed up, they subdued Dr. Light, and they were making a decision on what to do with Dr. Light. And, mm, yeah. Uh, what they ended up doing was they messed with his mind. Zatanna messed with his mind, changed his personality, because they knew even if they locked him up, he'd get out. Because he, he, he even said that. I'll get out, I'll just do it again. I'll do it to whoever your loved ones are, or whatever. And that's what the whole story of Identity Crisis was about. There was this threat to all the superheroes and their loved ones. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so... What happened was, who was asking? Someone mm-hmm. said... Oh, oh, can I read the summary? Can I read the summary? Well, for anyway, you? Oh. there was eight of them there, but when Gre- Green Arrow said, well, seven of us, it mm-hmm. turns out that Batman left because he had to take care of business somewhere else. Clark wasn't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so when they made the decision to take away Dr. Light's personality, they did that. But then Batch returned because of Sue and everything, and he saw what they were doing. And so they took that one memory from Batman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is like the grossest thing you could ever do to Batman because his mind is everything to him. Right? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so they brought that back. And so Bats was trying to, and they were saying, you don't think he's going to figure it out somehow that we've done something to him? You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flash was the only one, the heroes that were there, um, Ray Palmer, the Atom. Right. Hawkman, Green Lantern, uh, Zatanna, who who we can see here. Right. And uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow. Right. And what had happened was um, Green Arrow, when when the identity crisis starts, Elongated Man was out doing, you know, hero stuff. And his wife is murdered, but we don't know by who. No, she was raped. And... No, no, no. It's oh, well, yeah, it's beginning. But it all goes back to the rape. And then it all goes back to Green Arrow telling uh, Wally West this is what happened a long time ago. Right. And, and, and Barry, who who had, who had the deciding vote on what they yes. should do with Dr. Light. And they brought, yeah. how they won him over was they Iris had died. Yes. And so mm-hmm. in the next panel on this one, they bring up that Iris had died. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and Barry has the deciding vote. And when Batman comes back, he's like, how could you do this, you know? And he's enraged. And they take a split decision to tell Zatanna to take away that, that one memory, as you said. Right. And I'm like... Yeah, I always had a problem with identity crisis because I was like, Zatanna would never do that. She wouldn't. She, she wouldn't take Batman's memory away. Um, but yeah, it's it's always Barry that has that that. Um, I'm not saying you know all the other heroes are bad or anything, but he has that 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 core of humanity. Like, how can we do this? You know, right? It, it's it's abuse of power. That's what he says, and um, so yeah, yeah. And uh, the narration, uh, um, mostly from Green Arrow's point of view. It is mm-hmm. because yeah. Batman had already got when after the rape, Sue is murdered. Yep. And her body is burned in a fire, and they, I mean, Batman went in and checked it all out. And then Green Arrow decides he's going to go and see if Bruce might have missed anything. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. But he's he only has, the world's greatest detective. But he does bring up a lot of things like Clark. You know, someone said, well, what if, you know, he hears about it? And, and, and Green Arrow says, sometimes people just hear what they want to hear. Which is true. If Clark has super hearing, he could hear everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. he's just as human as everybody else. You know, you kind of cut out the riffraff and just hear what you want to hear. You know, he could have been, he would have known, you know, a lot of things if, you know. So there were some good points. I didn't like how it ended. I didn't like who the murderer was. Um, mm-hmm. But. Here's the other thing. As much as Lois Lane was in that book, 
Uh, and they had sent a threatening note to Lois Lane. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, I know who, who your that? husband. Um, I know who your husband is, and the S in the middle was the the Superman S. Right. And I'm like, did you just threaten Lois Lane? Seriously? Who's <laughs> the idiot that did that? So the thing about it is, is that Maul Kent was in there quite a bit. Hmm. And the reason that is because they kept talking about, you know, fathers and son. Well, they killed Tim Drake's dad. And Mm -hmm. they, you know, Bats has no parents. Barry was Wally. You know, he basically didn't have any parents except for Iris and Barry. Mm -hmm. Um, But no one had a mother except Clark. So there was quite a bit of Ma Kent in there. Lois was in there too, but um, no one threatened Ma. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, because he would go back to Smallville, and it was funny. He'd be he had the tractor over his head while Paul was fixing it, and then he was talking to Batman on the big monitor. And the one thing I did like about Identity Crisis, like he'd be talking to yeah, he'd be talking to you know, and and. Pa said, put the protector down, son, I'm done. And so he put and so the next thing you know, Bruce would say something that kinda of would like piss Clark off and then the next thing you know, boom, he's there in the Superman suit, right there in the back cave. I'm like, Whoa <laughs> And he did it with Ma too, because she said something to him. He was you know, he was in the dungarees and everything. And she said something to him and boom, he changed right into Superman. In the mm-hmm. next panel. And it was mm-hmm. like he can do it that fast, you know, and it was kind yep. of startling. It was, you know, so um, to me, I don't. We think do get a we do get a very nice close panel in there, uh, right? Rags, Rags Morales drew it. I'm just remembering that I'm, and he didn't yes. make Lois look like a Picasso. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, if you look at the art in Identity Crisis, Rags. I mean, he definitely changed his style of art in action comics with Grant Morrison. Hundred percent, definitely. Yes. We even compared, you know, his stuff. He did a Superman Batman issue and drew Lois, and it was beautiful. And then we got the Mm -hmm. also crap in action comics. So yeah, they pretty much were. I think that it was came down to make Lois as ugly as possible. Um. Okay. So then in the next, and you know. New readers don't get what that what that panel's about. I mean, you see, so you got a panel, and you've got Flash saying, Ollie, think for a second. Okay, everybody's going to be like, what's that about? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and, uh, the, and they'll be like, why is Batman about to throw a batarang at Ollie? <laughs> yeah. So, the next thing they see is Barry... Uh, looking at Bruce, saying, dying, the world is dying, Iris, dying, may already be dead. Save us, save us, save us, and then he disappears. Now, this could be a lot of things, but I think Iris did die. Oh, yeah, Iris did die. This is... Um, is this post-crisis? This is this is infinite crisis? This is in yeah. This is uh, wasn't it Crisis Infinite on Infinite Worlds? Yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes. Back in the mid eighties. Yes. 
Because Flash died. Yes, Barry Allen died, yes. And Supergirl died. And Supergirl died, yes. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, this is definitely uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, yeah, Barry says to Bruce, he's like, uh, where are you, Flash? I can rescue you. And he says, the world is dying. Fire is dying. Maybe dead. Leave us. And Bruce is like, oh, dear God, what is happening? <laughs> so Barry says, I don't think these are alternate realities. These are from our universe. And I nearly had a heart attack. I, I was like, what? <laughs> it's all canon. <laughs> it's all canon. Well, with, you know, that one thing with the identity crisis, I completely missed it. But I kept wondering, why is he looking at Bats and talking to Ollie in the back of the room? <laughs> And when I, then when I saw who Hawkman had in his arms and I identified it correctly, I went, oh, shit, that's a Denigrate crisis. I missed it completely. I was like, what is this? Right. Somebody pointed it's it out. It's Somebody... very subtle. And, and, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. But then, but to have him look at Bat and talk to Ollie in the back of the room, I'm like, why is he doing that? What? What? Was this a mistake? Is this an error? And then when I finally put the pieces together, and then I went, that's got to be Zatanna, but that's not a top hat. You know, we're used to Zatanna having a top hat and stuff. So I went and I Mm. looked at Identity Crisis. Sure enough, that's the outfit she's wearing. So Mm -hmm. I love how this issue, especially with these um, Easter egg panels, is you have to put the mystery together along with Batman and Flash. They're not telling you what crisis it is. Right. You know, it's you got to know your stuff. And like you said, new comic book readers not going to get this. But let me tell you something. I follow a whole lot of people who've been reading Batman, uh, reading DC since early 2000s, right? All my all the Smallville people. Right. And people lost their minds. They're like, "Oh my god, Flash 21. Action Comics 978." What are you doing to me, DC Comics? What are you doing? Well, and I like it because it's bringing back that rich history. And, you know, if you're a new reader, you're looking at that, I'm like, okay, so that's nice. You know, why are these people standing around and everything? You know, is this another Earth of the multiverse? No, it's not. It's this, and Flash says, this is our universe. And so... Uh, you know, I think, you know, if someone says, hey, that's from Identity Crisis, you really should have read, you really should read that and see why Barry mm-hmm. is saying that to Ollie while he's looking at Bruce. <laughs> because really, that's a, that's uh, a phenomenal occurrence that they would take a memory from Batman. That was like, that was a yeah. mind blower. That was mind mm-hmm. mo- more mind blowing than the mystery of the murder. <laughs> No, yeah, I hated the the reveal of who murdered. Uh, yeah. Who, um, and I was like, really? But anyway, uh, yeah, the the whole identity crisis was more the whole Batman thing with them taking his memory away, and you know, the whole society of villains actually threatening the 
spouses or loved ones of all the heroes and that sort of thing. Right. And I was like, and you, and you know, like you said, who, who was the dumbass that sent Lowe's in a dress? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they sent, I sent, uh, Tim Drake's dad a note too with an, with an R circled, you know. With an R? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then they sent, uh, they threatened everybody, like, Alfred and and everybody. They it was somebody everybody who was about. in the know about all their loved ones. Yeah, yeah. So then, and then it came out too that was it a villain? You know, some of the villains had figured out who someone was, but then what do you do mm-hmm. with those people? You know, and that was part of the whole Doctor Light thing. What do you do about that? You know, if they like for instance, no, they never mentioned anybody. But what if somebody found out that Clark Kent was Superman and Lois Lane's the love of his life? You know, mm-hmm. how do you make them forget that? That was that whole big question too. Because there's been stories where, like, somebody's villain finds out their secret identity. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, so they were looking at villains. And yeah. Mhm. Turned out it wasn't exactly a villain. No, yeah. Yeah. It was somebody in the inner circle. And Bats was pretty much on that. He was like, I don't think it's a villain. You know, and. Yeah, Batman Batman says in Identity Crisis, I think it's somebody we trust. Right. And um, he says, you know, that's the biggest security breach that they could have is that somebody they trusted with the secret betrayed them. Right. And, yeah. Well, and, you know, and it brings, you know, the whole Justice Society, you know, they, I think they even mentioned this in Identity Crisis, the next time they were going to meet up with the Justice Society was at Thanksgiving, because John's always made the Justice Society Thanksgiving Day be, like, this huge event, because they were like family. The Justice Society was like family. The Justice League, they had their infighting and stuff, especially when it came to Green Arrow. Yeah. Especially when it came to Green Arrow. Yeah. So, um, but they used that as part of the, oh, and Hal was dead in uh, Identity Crisis. He was the specter. And. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened. That happened. Green Arrow went to his grave to talk to him because, oh, that's right, because he gave Ralph the, the, you know, he said, talk to Sue, you know, because Ralph, mm-hmm. I miss her and everything. He's talked to her. And then we see Green Arrow go to Hal's grave because they are best buds. And he shows up as a specter and, and Green Arrow says, tell me who's killing, you know, doing these killings. And he says, you know, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so then finally he says to, he says, could you get out of the, you know, the Green Hood thing? Because, you know, it freaks me out. He says, okay. So he wore his bomber jacket. And he, he thought that was cool. And then he said, mm-hmm. when are you coming back? And he goes, well, maybe soon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe soon. And he's like, okay. It's like when Jeff Jones decides to write the thing or, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. So there's a lot. Of, it's very rich characterization. And you know the history of these characters, and I mean Green Arrow is definitely Green Arrow. He's a horse's ass. Yeah, 
you know, Black Canary has to kick his ass every once in a while, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, they said to him, well, what if they found they found out about, you know, Dinah? And she goes, I can take care of myself. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't... Said- yeah, he should have said, she can take care of herself. <laughs> right, but Dinah says, I can take care of myself. But the thing about it is not everybody's loved ones could take care of themselves. I mean, look at Ma. You know, they've never mentioned Ma, but Ma played a, a large part. And so that's why I'm hoping that the cats are in an alternate universe somewhere being, you know, kept kept. I think, they just I actually think, die I and they'll be coming back at a, at a really good a really good beat in the story. And I know they can't come back right away. Because they have mm-hmm. to explain all this other stuff. They have to go through the button. They have to go through, you know, some other stuff. And then maybe then the Kents can come back. Oh, yeah. I don't think the Kents, if if not both the Kents, at least one of them. Uh, and I'm hoping it's Ma. I think. Well. Sh- they're still alive. Yes. I want both of them Somewhere. back because Paul has a lot to offer as well. And the thing about it is is that they both were taken in an alternate timeline created by Lord Vindictive X. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's real potentiality. They're still alive somewhere. And I think it even in Injustice, the second one, Injustice, they were kept somewhere safe by the Mirror Master. Clark thought they were dead, but they were not. And then they saw what... Yeah, I yeah, I had to reread that and because yeah. I'd only dealt with the game. I didn't have patience for the books. And, uh... <laughs> well, no, I mean, the, anytime yeah, Mom and Pa showed up or, you know, he was Clark, then, yeah, then I read it. And Pa just looked at him and says, I'm ashamed of you, what you're doing. Yeah, he says... Look at what you're doing, because the reason um, they say that is that's when Clark kills Ollie in that universe. Right. And uh, all, uh, you know, Green Arrow was just protecting the Kents. They're in the Fortress of Solitude. There's a fight. Uh, the, the the roof collapses, and Green Arrow's protecting them. And... Superman is so paranoid at this point in time, he thinks Green Arrow is working with Batman to come and kill the Kents. Right. And he just, I mean, that that uh, comic, I, I went and I read it to see what happens with the Kents. It was brutal. He just pummels Oliver until he's nothing, just a pile of blood. Yeah. And, and the thing is, while this was happening, Mars trying to pull him off of Oliver and, and stop him and he shoves her one side but obviously he's Superman and he's enraged so when he shoves her um, you know she gets injured and Pa gets injured and he and um, Jonathan Kent looks at him and he says look at what you've become did right. we raise you did we raise you to become like this and you know, uh, then Jorel pops up because they're in the Fortress of Solitude, right? And he says, and he says, you've, um, you know, sort of like made this place dirty because you've committed murder here. And he locks him out forever from right. the Fortress of Solitude, right? And um, 
Jorel looks at Martha and he says, I'm sorry for unleashing Kalel upon this world. And Martha says, we tried our best. And so that's the last you sort of hear of the kin. Right. And uh, so I don't know. Are they still in the fortress? They're just sitting there watching their son commit all those hideous deeds. And, you know, uh, but what was the saddest thing about injustice was his father and his mother were injured and he doesn't stop to take care of them. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's why we don't read injustice. Yeah, but my point is is that they they did keep the tent safe somewhere. And so they can do that again. I mean, you know, it's comic books. It is. I don't anything is yeah, possible. I don't think the kids are dead, okay? Neither do I. Because Neither do I. I don't think Dan I don't think Dan Juggins would kill the kids. No. Yeah. No, because Dan Juggins era in the nineties was making Clark the main guy, the human, the human with a family, and his parents mm-hmm. were still alive. And that was a juxtaposition to Batman, who had no family, except Robin and Alfred. But he didn't have parents, <laughs> okay? And mm-hmm. then everybody said, well, you know, Batman doesn't have any parents, and he lost his parents. And I went, yeah, Clark may have the tent. But he lost an entire planet of people he was related to. Mm-hmm. But you don't see him belly aching about that because of the Kents. So I think they're going to bring the Kents back eventually. Down the road, as Dan Jurgens is fond of saying. Down the road? Yeah, soon. But that, soon. <laughs> but that beat isn't ready yet. No, it isn't. You can see... The way they are doing this is they're laying the foundations very carefully. Right. And they're bringing back the history. And I think now that we know they are doing that, we can be a bit more patient. Right. To see it unfold properly because we don't want to rush it. I don't want to see the kids just popping out of the, the you know, like the like corn out of the, you know, out of the ground or something and just like, well, we're here, you know. Um we want to see it brought back in an emotional beat that's yes, going to exactly. it makes add to something that's yeah. going to make an impact. And that's what, that's what you want for that beat. You want a, a huge emotional impact with that beat. When mm-hmm. Clark finds out his parents are really alive. And yeah, how does that and Clark has to go his, his, yeah, And Clark has to go and get them. Yeah. Or, you know, right now, well, when we go to action, we see how their life has changed since he merged back. Mm-hmm. He's not, and he yep. keeps saying, there's something missing. I'm missing something. It's your parents, okay? But <laughs> no, it could be something else. And we, the, the whole, whole the universal mystery hasn't been revealed. We're just now going through the buttons. They know somebody changed something in time, but they don't know who. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're, we're we're clear over here at the beginning, and the stuff that we we're at the like yeah we're we're yeah. at the very beginning of discovering the right. mysteries of this world. But, so but these two channels gave me hope. I'm, once I did identified identity crisis and put uh-huh. in crisis on infinite Earth, I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm. in that's in the bag. We're dealing with that. And really, that would sell more comic books 
you know, the the graphic novels. Yeah, because now people will be interested and they'll want to know what is Crisis on Infinite Earth. Right. Exactly. You know, what is um, Identity Crisis? Right. What is all these crises that DC had, you know? Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not fun on crises. Identity Crisis, I didn't like the mystery. But I did like everything else about it. The characterization mm-hmm. was great. Bringing out things like, you know, if Clark wanted to, he could hear everything. But he's like, you know, everybody else in the world. He just hears what he wants to hear sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's a really huge point. Then to have a memory taken from Batman, that was, oh, my God. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, this, this flash issue was huge for me once I had, you know, I looked at that panel and I went, oh shit, that's identity crisis. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, holy crap, they brought everything back because if you have all these different eras, right, every, everything is back. Every, right. every last bit of canon is back. Well, we know that the Justice Society is coming back because of Johnny Thunder. But now they, you know, Barry feels hopeful because he keeps seeing Jay's helmet. And we know they're going to bring back the Legion of Superheroes because they keep going back to Saturn Girl. Mm-hmm. So all awesome? that stuff's coming back too. <laughs> but it's just like that one little panel kind of went, oh, gosh, that still happened. Because remember when the New 52 started, we're like, well, okay, so did this happen? And did that happen? And, oh, yeah, everything happened. It's like, now, and well, we'll get back. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, and we're like, how did it even happen if right. Superman is is the dude, and if he's not with with Lois, right? How does he solve all the crises? crises? Well, you know, God love Wally. Somebody wanted to hurt us. Well, that's why we got to New Fifty Two. Yep. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more about this in the action comic, so I'm going to move on. Um, so, Barry's still running on the treadmill, and still hanging on to the batarang, and, and Batman says, the storm is getting closer, and Barry says, no, it's dragging us toward it. We need to outrun it. Must run faster. Oh, go, Barry, go. Run, Barry, run. Well, the next thing you know. Run, Barry, run. And something strikes the treadmill, and Batman is in the air, and Barry is falling off the treadmill. This can't be good. He grabs a hold of the treadmill on the next panel. And Batman is holding on to the batarang for dear life. This is Flash. He says, don't let go. And they're flying through oblivion or whatever the hell they are. They're flying through, yeah, they're flying through blue energy. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's blue. You know, that dastardly blue stuff. And there's debris from Mm -hmm. either, from maybe both the treadmill and whatever else was in there. And they're in circular some of them are circular, too, which is kind of weird. So anyway, there's a big white light in the middle of the blue, and then there's like that zero-hour thing. Yep. <laughs> and Barry is still kind of above the treadmill, and Batman's still hanging on to the battery, and then they land. 
and the treadmill is like a mess. And Batman goes, Ugh. and Barry goes, the treadmill. And Batman says, Flash, this place, I'd know it anywhere. Okay, and they look around, and it's a bat cave. But he says, I've oh. known it ever since I fell down here as a child, and my father found me. And Barry goes, oh, no. And mm. Batman says, did we go back in time? This looks like the setup I had when I first started to patrol Gotham before I put on the cow. And Barry goes, Bruce, I need you to listen to me. Oh, gosh, no, not that. Lois! <laughs> Lois Wade, she's the key. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so Bats looks at a picture on the Batcave wall, and he goes, wait. And then there's a gun in a trophy case, and he goes, that gun. And, of course, he remembers the night his parents were shot, la, la, la. He goes, I never recovered it. How is it here? Barry, where the hell are we? And Barry says, I did all this because of you. Oh, someone says, I did this all because because of you. And we see a Batman. Bruce has his cowl off, and, you know, he's got bandages on his face. But in the trophy case, we see a Batman with Bruce and the gun. And the voice says, mm-hmm. did all this because, and he takes off his cow, and it's Thomas Wayne, son. And Barry's there like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who Batman? And then we have the reaction shot with Bruce. It's like, ah. So, in Batman 22, which will be the next issue we get, which mm-hmm. is next week, yep. uh, Flashpoint. Batman, father and son. Dum, dum, dum. We're back at Flashpoint. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to fix stuff. Um, So, did you like Flash better now that we discovered a couple of things in it? Oh, my goodness. Flash is so much better than Batman. (laughs) And he's 59. Ugh. And he, yeah, and he's fifty nine mini panels of punching. Hmm? Yep. But yeah, yeah, ten out of ten, Flash. Yeah, I thought it was a, it was, once yeah, I thought, oh wow, we've got two great issues this week for sure, ultra, ultra great. So. Ultra, ultra, ultra great. So actually, the next one, the next one is super great. Yeah. Super great. Uh, action, 978, The New World. Um, there's going to be a, a, Superman, a Superman Reborn Aftermath. Dan Jurgens wrote it. Churchill drew it. High Five did the colors. And the variant cover is the uh, is basically the um, Gary Frank statue that's on sale being sold mm-hmm. out. Being sold out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And apparently, is that the bug? Um, what was the name of that stupid? Giffen's bug. What was his? What was his name? He's he's what in bug? the new DC Young Animals, I guess. But he's not. Oh, bug. I didn't even. I didn't even see this ad, but oh my god, I just skipped it. Like what even? <laughs> Yeah, and there's an oh, eye in there, it looks like, and uh, I don't know what all else. 
Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, I can see. Barda and Bada and Mr. Miracle, Kamandi, Hi Father. Yeah. Um, Granny, Granny Goodness. Yep. Do you mind if I take the next one, and then you can jump no. to the stuff that you discovered? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we still have the green background on the S. Maybe if the parent, when his parents are alive, they will go back to normal. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that in. It bothers me. So, so Bothers. that tells it tells me that things are not quite fixed. Just so. I, I'm, I, yeah, it's like um, I think you're the only one that's noticed it, minus me now, because I'm like looking. Ooh, this Superman logo is normal. Yeah, I'm like. Well, and, you know, that's a very iconic thing. And when they do something like that, I'm like, wait a minute. What's this green crap? <laughs> so, Kellex, continue playback of memory archives. Okay, so they're still in the Fortress of Solitude. Kellex is showing him from the crystals his memories that he's, you know, Clark is always documented, because he's a writer, always documented everything. Um, at one point, you know, he was, you know, carving it in a wall with heat vision, you know. But now they're in mm-hmm. the whatever. So anyway, continuing from your debut at the Daily Planet, Kal-El, your first day on the job. And Clark says, remembers, he says, I remember this, the day I met Lois. <laughs> <laughs> Lois is falling off the building, and there's a helicopter involved. Imagine that. And she Imagine goes, that. And she goes, no, as she falls to her death. So we see Clark Kent loosening his tie, ripping open his shirt. He said, I'd only known her for a few hours. But somehow, even then, I think I knew. Cause, and then it shows them when they had met. She had met him as Clark, and he says, nice to meet you, Miss Lane. And Jimmy's looking on. Perry's there also. And she goes, you too, Smallville. Knew that she was special. And so he catches her, and he says, that we end up together. And as Superman, he goes, hi. And she goes, whoo, 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 whoo. And he, goes, <laughs> he grabs the helicopter as it falls in his hand, and he says, excuse me while I take care of this. I... I'll have you on the ground soon enough. She goes, of course. (laughs) And so they're on the ground, and Lois goes, who are you? And someone says, dude, you can fly. He says, what else can you do? And Clark says, just someone who wants to help, Miss Lane. (laughs) And Lois goes, so he flies off, and Lois goes, wait, what is your name? What should we call you? And then in the lower corner of the panel, we see Alex Luthor ripping up a Daily Planet that has a Superman banner on it. And it says, meet the city's new savior, Superman. And Clark remembers, I hadn't even considered a name. So Lois took it upon herself to come up with one. And so then he says, pause archival run as you wish, Kal-El. Your records square with my memory of events. So a lot of this is from Secret Origins, right? Oh yeah, this is 
panel for panel secret origins right here. Okay. So secret origins is still in the running. Yep. I love Secret Origins because it was Jeff Johns's way of paying tribute to, if people didn't know this, he worked with uh, Richard Donner. Right. And he was um, his assistant at one point. He was his assistant, yep. And he worked on the set of, um, I think it was the second Superman movie. I'm not sure. And yeah, he was like a running boy. He he used to go and fetch coffee and stuff. Because yeah, he and was in his teens when they met. Yeah, yeah. He, yep. And he said, you know, he will never forget the very first day when he was on set fetching coffee for everybody and he met Christopher Reeve in the Superman suit. Mm. So, yeah. So that that is, and that's why he got um, Gary Frank to do the art on the comic because he said that was his personal, very personal homage to and and thank you to Richard Donner and Christopher Reeve. So, yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, Superman with a spit curl. Yay! Says, with a very nice spit curl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still can't shake the feeling that something is wrong. Any opinion, Kellogg? And he goes, your sense of unease is understandable, Kal-El. After all, Mr. Mizias Bidelik did claim that some ma- manner of force or being fractured reality. And that's from Action Comics 976. Uh, signed Mike, or Mike Cotton, the editor. Yay, mm-hmm. Mike! Okay, so Clark still knows something's not quite right. He says... Messing with our lives in the process, but even though I know that, I have no memory of what, if anything, changed. Everything I know and remember seems right, yet Kellex responds, you have questions, so you want to verify your memory reconciles with your archives. And he says, I need to make sure everything is, and then he hears a voice, and they use that gobbledygook font, that alien font. Yep. I haven't enlarged it to find out what it says, but anyway. Oh, I did you either because I I haven't because as soon as I enlarged it, it got so blurry I couldn't even see what it was. So yeah, it, it was gobbledygook. <laughs> well, that's the name of the font. Funny enough. Yeah, <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> so he goes, "Is did you hear that? A voice, barely or audible." And Kellogg says, my audio sensors detect nothing, Kal-El. Hey, Kellogg, mm-hmm. turn up the volume, buddy. And then we, he does Kellex is, Kellex is basically like, Kal-El, what up, dude? He's <laughs> like, uh, 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 my sensors are on the blink. Hello. Danger, hmm? Robinson. Okay, so, and then we get gobbledygook again, and then Clark goes, there it is again. And Kellex, I hear nothing. What are you, salt, charge, salt, <laughs> what? He says, nor did Fortress Centers. What did the voice say? And Clark says, it almost sounded like, consider the long game. Okay, I get the message, Dan. <laughs> yeah, Dan Jurgens basically telling everybody, chill out. We're going to reveal everything <laughs> in due time. And we're like... Okay, okay, we can see issue number 1000 is coming up. 
Yeah. Maybe that's what you're waiting for. Oh, well, I don't know. What, this is 9 what? 78? 9.78. That's 22. Like, that's 11 weeks or 11 months. Which takes no, 11 weeks. Yeah. 11, no, 11 months. Now, how many issues? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 22 issues. Yeah. 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 11 months, which would take us into less than, it would take us into March. March, April. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. April was when it actually came out. Action number one, nineteen thirty eight. I, I was just about to tell you that. Hey, what came out in April eighteenth, nineteen thirty eight? I don't know. I don't know. Was it that 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 comic that? I don't know. Diane Nelson doesn't. Diane Nelson doesn't know what it is. So Clark says, I have to make sure resume archival run. Inserting you into your second day on the job. And Clark is grabbing a crystal at the crystal console. And mm-hmm. he's going to be inserted into the memory. And so Kellex says, those present will have no awareness of your presence. So it's, you know, kind of like it's a wonderful life. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So, again, we get... It is a wonderful us. life. <laughs> Clark goes, I remember. And we see a sink and a faucet and a sprayer. And a voice says, check the sprayer. Tate, as soon as the new guy turns on the water, sploosh. And Clark thinks, Lombard, because he's at the sink. He's going to fill, put water in a cup. And Lois mm-hmm. turns and says, your stupid frat jokes are cruel, Steve. And Lombard says, making sure the newbie feels welcome, Lingsky. And Jim goes, I bet he's wearing a brand new suit. And, and Lombard says, even better. And so Clark is thinking, I was about to use my heat vision to melt the tape. And Lois comes running from behind and says, don't smell though, until my own personal hero came to the rescue. Can we get a Hail Mary and amen on that one? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. She grabs his hand and she says, it's a so-called practical joke. And Clark goes, gee, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is this is a throwback to All-Star Superman, where Lombard um, rigs the, the water cooler when yeah. they're going to have chatter and stuff. And Lois looks like Erica Durant mixed with Amy Adams, so I was crying. Uh, I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah. If I had, if I didn't have an inkling of my feelings for Lois the day before, and Lumber goes, "Oh, come on!" And, and Lois goes, "She's got her finger into his chest." She says, "You're being a bully, Steve," which reminds us of birthright. Mm-hmm. I certainly did then," remarks Clark in his head as he watches himself watch Lois. She says, and I can't stand bullies. Get him, Lois. Mm, you get him, Lois. So Perry comes up, Lombard, back to work. Clark and is reminiscing. In those first days, I found my new family invaluable because I've always known I need true, authentic people in my life. Hello! Oh, I love every single word of this comic. 
so much. <laughs> New 52, that's why you failed, you imbecile. Okay. So, here we go. We got a big, huge, jimongous splash page panel. Well, it's not a full page, but anyway. So, Green S. Superman says, Because that sense of normalcy keeps me connected with the values and people I strive to protect. Hello. Can we get a hallelujah? Can we get a hallelujah for that? Hallelujah. (laughs) Critical to know, given the threats I've seen. Some in the form of brute force. Others, the embodiment of pure evil. No matter the obstacle, no matter what I had to overcome, I did whatever was necessary to save lives. Okay, so boys and girls, we have lots of villains. We have... Mm, so many. We have Silver Banshee, who's not Supergirl's or Batgirl's roommate. Supergirl, yeah. Not Supergirl's roommate. Yeah. We have Darkseid. We have Mongol. Mm-hmm. We have Black. Mm-hmm. Manchester Black. Dun, dun, dun. He's back. Okay. He has a minute yep. 52. Mm-hmm. So there's a long history with that. Oh, that was an incredible story. So good. One of my favorite yeah. Superman comics yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. There's Conduit. Yep. Also noticed so many people. Raven. So many people didn't know who this guy was. Yeah. That's another great story. Toy Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parallax. Imperix. Is it a? Yeah, it's Imperix. The Imperix. Yeah. From the Imperix War. Right. Blank, Misha's Pitalik, Zod. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Metallo down there, and the only way I knew it was Metallo because he got an M on his belt. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, this is the Secret Origins Metallo. Yeah. Okay. It's a different. It's a different design. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lex, Bizarro, Bradiac, Parasite. Then we have. Vers- mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have Brainiac, interestingly, from the Jeff Johns Brainiac. Right. Not New 52, not Future's End, not anybody else. That Brainiac. So, in my opinion, one of the better Brainiacs. So. Right. Yeah, because it mm-hmm. was one that they did before World of New Krypton. Yeah, it was the last good Superman story we had before right. everything went to shit. Yeah. <laughs> Then we have some versions of Clark. The yep. one with him holding the belt, is that when he went off into space to die? Yes. Yes, that's, that's um, what is that, Panic in the Sky or something? I don't know. Is that, Before Panic is that in the when sky. he met, um, what's her face? Um, Kismet. Kismet? Uh, oh, was it Kismet? I was thinking, no. That was an No, Harbin, Harbinger? What is it? Oh, no, 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 no. She showed up on Smallville. She was kissing Oy. in the elevator. What's her name? Maxima. Maxima. That one, that one yes. Or that is it one. when yeah. he met Kismet? Because he did go off and met Kismet, and she showed him. 
No, I thought it was Kismet because that belt he was wearing when he goes off into space and then he meets Kismet. And she's like, and he was feeling down because he had just killed, you know, that alternate universe Zod and stuff. Right, and she's right, like, right. you know, she, she's, don't ever regret what actions you've taken That's because it leads you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite issues, actually, yeah. Um, Clark is the eradicator, correct? Which one? The one with the red and the black. Uh, in the back. Was 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 that not? Uh, oh yeah, that's the eradicator. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was World of New Krypton. Um, no, actually, that was in the nineties too. Mm. Or eighties, eighties or nineties. Um, the one with the glass helmet and the uh, the lack. Okay. Park there. Okay. Okay. The the one with the loincloth is oh that to be confused. Yeah. That's Apocalypse. That's from Legend. Superman, un- Superman Unchained. Uh, <laughs> Where? And that was originally the first Superman Unchained. That's what the, that whole series was called. Oh, okay, but it's and from the Superman, Legend series. Yeah, Superman okay. Unchained Legends 2000 or something like that. It was, no, it's right. Um, thinking late. That was in the 90s. It was early. Oh, it was in the 90s. Yeah, it was in the 90s, but they called it something stupid like Legends 2000. And, yeah. Well, it was a, it was a I don't know about the 2000. That was, you're thinking Armageddon 2000. But Am yeah, I? this was okay, in the Legends getting... series with Darkseid. And when he hooked up with, well, he didn't actually, actually hook up with Amazing Grace. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, uh, the one with him the with one, the helmet on his head. The one with the helmet on his head is a Dan Jurgen story. It's called uh, Brainwashed. And it's where he goes to that island. And Lois gives him the kiss. And oh, he gets right. his memory back. That's right. See, I, know my stuff. Of, uh, I know my island I know my 90s stuff. There um, and then we have Blue Superman, Blue Electric. Superman. Electric, Electric Blue Superman. Yeah. Electric Blue. So there's a lot of great stories in that picture too. You know, people didn't know who Conduit was. That was that was a similar to Identity Crisis in that Kenny Conduit knew Clark's past because he and Clark had gone to Smallville High together. Mm-hmm. And yep. so he had an in into, you know, who Clark cared about and stuff like that. That was that was a good series. Um, and Manchester Black, I mean, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. What's so wrong about True Justice and the American Way? Favorite. Oh, that. One of my favorite also stories. also the series after that. Uh, and also the series after that, The Death of Lois Lane and all that, that was, nonsense. That was called? I can't remember. Um... It was also in Action Comics. I think it's called... Critical something. Critical Crisis. Yes. Something like that. Crit- critical Crisis sounds very familiar. It must be that. <laughs> I have to look it up. Um, well, I'll have to look yeah, it up. But that, these are the imprints for the whole... The, they nuked Topeka and... L- L- you know, Lex became president, and Lois got him because he knew 
that they were going to mm-hmm. nuke Topeka. And so that's how he quit being president, and that's how the Daily Planet got sold to Perry for a dollar. Yep. Mm-hmm. All that whole, I mean, that took years to get. A world at war. A world at war. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we haven't lost anything, really. Yay. So, Clark says, wait, there. Kellogg says, a Metropolis parking ramp, a moment I am sure you remember. And then we see Clark with Lois in the in the parking ramp, and Superman, who's, you know, embedded into the memory, says, whoa, the day I proposed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Clark says, Lois, I don't need an answer right now. She goes, shh, Clark, I'm already decided. Yes, I want to share my life with you. <laughs> and Clark says, you did so without telling her about your other life. And Superman says, right, I mean, how could I represent truth and justice and still live a lie? Which was the reason why they had him reveal his secret to Lois, because he... Because Dan Jogan thought it was stupid. Dan yeah. Jogan said, he said, A, she would have figured it out. <laughs> Right. B. But it made him a big old liar. He would have told her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, we get the scene in Superman 50 or Action 665. Okay. The, the, the top one where he proposes after I think her sister gets shot or whatever, they're in the hospital. Um, her mother is sick. That's dying of cancer and mother... is the one that caused it. Her mother is sick. Okay. Her sister yeah. gets shot later, people. Um, that's Superman 50. Uh, yeah. The crisis of the crimson kryptonites. Right. Uh, all fell to the K. Yeah. And then the bottom one is Action Comic 662. 662. And it says, Love <laughs> serve complete honesty. So we <laughs> but, but This was after Silver Banshee attacked him. Okay. And he's ripping open his shirt, and he takes his glasses off. And he says, something you must know before we marry. And she looks up, and she goes, Clark? Mm-hmm. And then a Superman in the fortress says, pause. She, she still won't admit it, but Lois was too smart not to know. And Kellogg says, indeed. <laughs> so there you go. I love it. Brat. Yeah. I love how the, the, the knowledge of the infinite world, the Fortress of Solitude, is like, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And that's pretty much, that panel is like, and I always like the uh, quote on that panel in the original, and I can't remember what it was, but it was something about lies and truth and stuff. Um, oh, I have the book. I can read it if you want. Okay. Um, because, you know, I just have the book. Yes, I have the book. Let me just flip to that page. Uh, flippy, flippy, flippy. Uh, no, I was reading. Oh, I was reading Smallville comics. Hmm. Um. Action. Six, six, two, six, six, two, six, 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 two. Read. At last, at long last, secret is revealed. 
the last page. Yeah, 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 I'm getting there. Hold on. Um, there we go. It takes as much caution as to conceal it. Yep. There we go. That's very much Superman's dilemma. Mm-hmm. So now we're on the moon, the Marsh of Decay site, and we see the American flag. We see part of the lunar equipment. And a green mm-hmm. voice says, Superman moved you, actually buried you. And how foolishly sentimental. It's time to bring you back. And the erratic, or, yeah, that's the eradicator, right? Eradicator, yep. That's, yeah. It's time to prepare you. Mm. And this one is um, the one after, the one during the death of Superman, reign of the Superman. This is the one that was um, in Superman, the rebirth with John and stuff. Right. That that Lois pummeled with the hell back suit. <laughs> yeah. He says, time to give the eradicator life. And then the eradicator says, we, we are restored. Then the figure with all the, the words on him, all the letters on him, says, no need to thank mm-hmm. And eradicator says, we thank no one, even one known to us. He says, you recognize me good. Then you know what I can give you. You know that I can give you what you want. You and I share a mutual goal. We both want the Kryptonian. He says, we have the means to accomplish that on our own. (laughs) History says otherwise. Work with me, embrace my plan, and Superman will fall. What do you say, old friend? And Radiker says, tell us more. So they're giving us hints of who the letter guy is. Yeah, and I was like, old friend? I know who this dude is. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> moving on. Oh, moving on. Next. So, um, uh, Superman says, resume, uh, resume archives. Moving ahead to the next significant point in your life. Significant doesn't begin to describe the day of my death. By this point, the monster had carved his way through America. And Soup says, it's dispatched the league with ease, leaving a trail of death, destruction, and carnage. And someone says, my God, I've never seen anything like it. And another one says, who is, who, what is that thing? And we see Clark punching Doomsday, and Kellogg says, Doomsday, your most formidable enemy to date. Doomsday was a Dan Jurgens creation. Yep. No way he's leaving that out of continuity. So we see the death, you know, where uh, the death of Doomsday, the death of Clark, Lois has him in her arms, and Superman is watching. He says, Lois, my God, I remember it all, of course, but to see it unfold in person like this, I never realized how incredibly painful it was for you that you have to live with the possibility of something like this happening to me again whenever I leave the house. How do you do it? Yeah! Mm. How do, exactly? She's a Wonder Woman, that's how. She's a Superwoman, that's how. Well, and th- that was that that was brought out in the, oh, there was a couple stories about him 
being the ruler of the world, and in one of them he hooked up with Lana because Lois was dead, of course. Mm. And I know what you're talking about. He was like, "Can't you stay home? Can't you, you know?" Uh huh. I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about. Oh my God! Why are you making me remember Lana? I don't know. I hate King of the World. I think it was called. King of the World. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that was before Titanic, y'all. Yeah, that was before Titanic, y'all. It was in the but it was after Jimmy Cagney. Oh, he said Top of the World. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um. So Kellex says then came beings claiming to be you. Okay, and we see Mongol and Green Lantern because they played a significant part in the death of Superman. Well, afterwards. Mm-hmm. And we see Radicator, yeah. Steel, Cyborg Superman, Architect and of Coast City's Destruction. Okay, and we have a new Cyborg Superman. It's still Jor-El, mm-hmm. right? The new 52 made him Zor-El. Yeah, not Jor-El, Zor-El. Yeah, Zor-El. Um, but, in, yeah, uh, but in the original, it was Hank Henshaw. In the original, it was Hank Henshaw. Right. In the new current continuity, according to the Supergirl comics, it's her father. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. Maybe that's part of the part that's missing. Okay. <laughs> so, Green Superman thinks, thanks to Kryptonian technology... We see the long-haired Superman, and it's not a mullet. Nuh-uh. Not Fighting, a mullet. Uh, cyborg Superman, he says, I was able to come back and stop him from doing the same thing to the entire planet. And then we see Clark holding Lois' head, and he says, My death taught me... Let's see. We can't take life for granted, Lois. And then Superman thinks, With that... Oops, I'm skipping around here. In the midst of friends and family, we were married. (laughs) Alex says, a linear progression from one of your worst days to one of your best. Okay, in this itsy-bitsy panel, there is no Lana Lang and there is no Lori Lamorous. There's just a space. There's Lucy, but there is a Pete Ross. True, yes. There's Jimmy and there's Pete Ross and there's um, Ron and um, Perry. Perry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the ring bearer was Perry's adopted son. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hundred his name. But in, uh, Kevin, Keith, Keith. Kevin, Kevin. Kevin Keith. Okay, one of those. Even Kevin or Keith. Okay. Now, in the uh, church pews were the people who worked on the book. Yes. Jeanette Kahn and Mike Carlin have been eviscerated. <laughs> well, technically, they were down the aisle a little bit past No, 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 no. They were right behind. In fact, Dan Jurgens isn't in it either. He, see the guy in the blue suit clapping? Dan was yeah. behind him. And then the next oh, yeah. show was Jeanette and Mike, 
And then the kids. They took out a whole row and they took out Dan Jurgens. They took out they took out one row and Dan Jurgens. Yeah. Maybe maybe the artists couldn't recreate them. They made Roger Stern ethnic. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and there's Louise. Louise is still there. <coughs> so there you go. But yeah, they took out mm. Jeanette Kahn and Mike Carlin. Was like, and Dan Jurgens. And Dan Jurgens. But I'm sitting there going, why did you have to take out Jeanette and, and Mike Carlin? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Kellex goes on. Unfortunately, there were moments of despair that could not be erased. Okay, the other thing that's not in that picture, and they weren't in the original either, was Mom and Pa Kent, but they were at the wedding. They were at the wedding, yeah. Right. So, that makes you wonder, how could you have the wedding without them? Especially with the death of mm-hmm. Superman story. Because Paul had a heart attack and went and talked to save Clark in mm-hmm. limbo with the demon yep. Kryptonians. Then they got out yep. of there and that yep. when mm-hmm. Clark came back to life and Paul survived his heart attack. So, yeah. so And that was, it. you know, the death of Superman, the big emotional beat was the Kent. And Lois had to go and call the Kents, and the Kents buried Clark's things in the field. I was a huge emotional beat. Mm-hmm. Louise Simonson still cries every time she does an interview about the death of Superman because she's like, Mom and Pa Kent couldn't do anything because his body was in Metropolis and they couldn't bury anything. They bury his, his childhood stuff, and it's so heartbreaking. It is. I mean, he couldn't even get to, they, they couldn't get to his funeral because it was Superman's There was funeral. no place. And there was no place for them. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I don't. So here we go. Unfortunately, there were moments of despair that could not be erased. And so Superman Greena says, my powers from came from my genetic parents, my values from the Kent. My biggest regret in life is that I couldn't be there when they were taken from me, taken from me, all those years ago, that they would never meet Lois and John. Taken. Hmm. Taken. Hmm. And never say never Hmm. in comics. Hello. And apparently John and Martha are buried in the same grave. (laughs) I was wondering about that. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Okay. So. Because, so, okay, so I'm I'm like, uh, yeah, taken from him, always taken from him by a fifth dimensional being in an Mm -hmm. alternate timeline. Mm Mm-hmm. Lord Vindictive X, a.k.a. Jim Lee. (laughs) Yeah. So. Superman says, everything I am, everything I've accomplished, I owe to them, meaning the Kents. They taught me what it means to be a man, a hero, and a parent. Okay. So, in other words, there's this big, huge crevasse in his life with the death of his parents. Mm -hmm. Right? I still have my back. So we see... Oh, they're still alive. I can see them in, in, in... Mr. Oz's prison going, Clark, we're so high. We better let us. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. 
Yeah, Tim Drake's in the next cell. He's saying, "Don't worry, Mister and Mrs. Superman's parents. I'll get you out. It's cool, Mister and Mrs. Can't help you." Um. So we see a Superman flying to an apartment. And he goes, "Sorry, I'm late." Okay. This is the new Fifty Two outfit. Mhm. Yeah. I had a I had a mild. I remember when I started reading this, my eyes started to twitch because I saw his suit. <laughs> and he opens an envelope and it says "Daddy," and he goes, "Whoa, does this mean?" And then Lois comes around the corner and she says, "You're a reporter, Clark. Would it help if I wrote <laughs> from Mommy?" Okay, and you pointed out this is the same outfit she wore in what was it, Superman sixteen? Superman 14. Fourteen. Um, okay. Yeah, I pointed out because I absolutely adored that panel. Right? Yeah. And it's the exact same pose. It's the exact same shoulder that's swollen. It's the exact same cargo pants. Right. And it said, if you guys don't know which panel, it's a huge splash page that uh, Kenneth Rockefeller did, where where we had hope, you know, for for Scott Liddell because he said you know, he wrote that whole thing. She's the most amazing woman I've ever met, and this was after Justice League Twelve. Yep. And uh, yeah, and and this, according to the timeline of Superman overlapping with Justice League, that was literally like the the morning after, the morning or, or two days after. Right. And because then you know Lois is like. In the new fifty two version she says, I see that I see that grin on your face, who's the girl, blah 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 and then he flashes back and he he's embarrassed to tell Lois who it is. And so that's that's the timeline. So I was calculating, I was you know, four months didn't never happen. Right. In this timeline. Right. So mm-hmm. he lifts her up and he says, You're sure? And she goes, Uh huh. And the Superman implanted in the memory is grinning. And he mm-hmm. puts our own little super baby on the way. And he goes, boy or girl? And he puts his hand on her stomach and she says, I don't know. And I don't want to know. So don't you dare peek. <laughs> and uh, Superman remembers, in that moment, we couldn't have been happier. That gave way to other far more complicated moments. And we see uh, Daily Planet says Metropolis's global arms merchants of death. Despite being nine months pregnant, Lois exposed a ring of armed smugglers intent on revenge. Metropolis was no longer safe. And we see Clark flying her away from an explosion. Mm-hmm. Does this look familiar to the Superman Unchained panel? Where he has her in the cake and he's flying her away from the explosion. Yeah, and they were arms dealers, weren't they? They were arms dealers, yeah. Yeah. The what were they called? They were called named Those after people. that protester back. What was the name of that? I can't remember right those, now. Those 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 people, I don't know. Yeah. So we're back at the outside the fortress. Mhm. And there's Batman with his bat binoculars on, and Superman flies in. New 52 outfit. We had to go north. No, no. What? No, the guy, 
think we have to go north is Oh that's that's the the rebirth. The current that's the rebirth one. He says we had to go north yeah. and Kellogg says your fortress and he says accompanied by a couple of friends who'd make friends who'd make sure nothing would go wrong. And we have a Batman. He says perimeter clear and then there's a voice from the fortress. Even in the unlikely event one of my enemies somehow happens to attack and we see it's a new 52 outfit he says there's no Mm -hmm. way any of them get past bruce okay and so there is a batman present uh on the premises there is a batman yes there is that slight continuity Mm -hmm. yeah and we have tiara It says, it's Tiny Clark who's standing beside a very pregnant Lois Lane in a birthing chair Mm -hmm. in the fortress. And Rebirth says, there was no one I'd rather have stand guard. Lois and Diana were close by then. And then Lois is going, oh, oh. (laughs) And Tiara says. My favorite panel. (laughs) Tiara says, deep breath, sister. And she's like, And. New 52 says, this is it, honey. Push! As Rebirth looks on smiling. And Tierra says, you're doing great. And Kellex says, life's greatest gift. New life. And Rebirth says, feels like it was yesterday. And New 52 says, well, 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 a boy. As Tierra looks on smiling. And New 52 says, care to meet your mom, little one? And Lois says, oh, Clark, he's beautiful. Then, mm-hmm. And New 52 says, just like his mother. And Rebirth says, this little guy needs a name. How about Jonathan? Jonathan Samuel Kent. Mm-hmm. So yep. that means Lois actually named him. A rebirth yes, and what remembering. Yeah, and and what this is, is Clark repeating Lois's words. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, news of Rama, go check your facts out. <laughs> oh, no, that was bleeding cool. News of Rama as well. Oh. Did, uh, and I yeah, was like, really, you, you're taking a dig at Lois? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the elephant in the room is, Tierra is helping Lois birth her baby with Clark. Yep. And the elephant in the room is Dan Jurgens did what what so few writers have been able to do, and it irked me to to no end. I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. Um, they always made Lois and Diana rivals. Right. Up until very very recently. They made them rivals. And even then, recently, when they did that um, thousand years in in Asgard and stuff. Right. Even then, afterwards, they made Wonder Woman jealous. They made Wonder Woman envious of what Clark had with Lois. They made her that woman that was waiting to warm the bed of a guy, you know, when his wife dies. And what Dan Juggins has done, not only in this action, but in the in the previous action when Wonder Woman meets 
Lois, when they're fighting Doomsday, she says, it feels true. And here she is talking about something you and I always wanted for Wonder Woman and Lois is she, it's that sisterhood, right? Yeah, because we always said, where's and, Wonder Woman's sisterhood? And right here, bam, it's in a panel. Exactly. And Dan Jurgens erases years and years of people, A, saying Wonder Woman and Lois Lane would, aren't friends, right? When they would be friends more than Superman and Wonder Woman because Diana appreciates strong, fierce women. And right. she would recognize Lois as an Amazon in her own eyes. And secondly, of course, we have to mention Lois just gave birth to a super baby under the yellow sun, clock full of full powers, you know, his sperm then cut in half or whatever it is. Um, yeah, and Dan Jurgens just like goes, Shut up, you people. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. It, it's comics, you know what I mean? Right. If they're gonna, they can have a baby. <laughs> yeah, really. So, yeah, really, really. Fuck, you can have a baby, super baby. She had a super baby, yep. And, of course, the scene is reminiscent of the thing we never got in the New 52 was of that promise of John Lane Kent. Um, he's even wrapped in the... New 52 cape. Right. And, yeah, I'm just happy that John Lane, in some small, formal way, is living still right. now. Right. Mm-hmm. So Rebirth is on the farm as he watches mm-hmm. his black-suited self land, and he says, from that moment on, we were a family. My priorities changed. In order to give John a start with the attention a newborn needs, we took sabbaticals from the planet and moved to California. Kellex says, you even built a secondary Himalayan hideaway so your Arctic fortress could function as a true safe house. Remember, black-suited Superman built a second fortress. Mm-hmm. So, and so yeah. he, he remembers John's well-being was everything in those days. So we see black-suited Superman taking off into the sky. He says, I stepped away from the league, kept to the shadows, worked at night, unseen, outside the public eye, to do what had to be done. Lois was just as effective writing as the mysterious author X, exposing corruption and deceit wherever possible. It was a wonderfully peaceful existence that gave John the best possible start. I could have stayed Mm -hmm. there the rest of my life, but that wasn't to be. The planet needed us. Lois wrote, Fortress Wall Street, America's true ruling class, and Washington tarnished, money and power on the hill. Mm-hmm. And um, if we go back to the previous issue of action, mm-hmm. Washington tarnished was on Clark's bookshelf in his little cubicle at the yes. planet. Yep. So... Lovely tie-in. Yep. I love it. Dan Jurgens, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so we have Perry holding John, little John, baby John, and he goes, coochie, coochie, coo. And John, tying glasses says, your rough and tumble reputation will never recover from this, Perry. 
It's either Jackie or Lois says, is that any way for little John's godfather to talk? And then Perry goes, aww. So Rebirth set, remembers, we settled upstate in um, Hamilton County. It was the best of both worlds as we could take the bullet train into the city. <laughs> well, John could have a life similar to the one I enjoyed growing up. And then Kellogg says, and Superman went public again, dealing with all manner of threats and oddities. Okay, so there's that oracle guy with the empty boobs. <laughs> I thought he had three boobs. He had three. He lost one. <laughs> yeah, and that was early on in the New 52, so... That was hell on earth. Yeah. Because that's literally what we went through. And then, Kel- and then he's beaten up uh, Ulysses, which was New 52 suit. That was John. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that to be true. And then Rebirth remembers nothing more odd than when Mrs. Pitalek took John. Felt for a time like we were on the verge of losing control, but we came through it fine. And so he's in the fortress. He turns to Kellex and he says, that's everything, Kellex, just as I remember it. If something really fractured reality, it doesn't show up, and I don't remember it. If we dig deeper, Kellex says, we can scan no farther, Kal-El. The archival crystals have been pushed to their limit. Huh? How does that work? And Clark is right. maybe they, Maybe they overheated. Well, no, we see why later. He says, Clark says, I... But I still feel like there might be more. How can I? And then we hear gobbledygook again. Because there it is again. That voice. You must have heard it. And Kellex goes, no, Kal-El. <laughs> a lot of help. And then we see Mr. Oz, who's also in the crystals. Mm. He says, my message is for you and you alone. And Clark goes, huh? Who? Wait. I've seen you before. And so then, Scott reminds us it's DCU Rebirth Special. And I says, yes, but all you need to know. And then, of course, the crystals come shooting out of the console at Clark. And he goes, ah, is that you are dealing with forces beyond you. Now, if you remember, when he was wearing the black suit, he added the Kent to the statues. There was a statue Mm-mm. of Jarrell who no. was wearing a like a robe and Laura. Mhm. And we didn't see if Clark was there or not. But this this mm-hmm. looks like he's got does it look like he has a collar on this suit? Can I correct you first? Sure. Okay. In rebook number one when he's with Lana they go to the fortress, which is New 52's fortress, and they see New 52's homage to both his parents. And at the end of the issue, he puts New 52 in between both of them in the Statue of Ice. Uh, this looks to me like New 52 because I can see a collar, right? And the belt is different, right? And he has the and he has the paneling on his suit. So right. I'm like. Does he still remember the other Superman that died? Right. And so you're saying Jarrell and Laura were on the other side? Yes. Okay. Now, is 
isn't it interesting that Oz destroys John and Martha Kent and says alone? Mm-hmm. Just wanted to point that out. Just wanted to point that out as well. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise. It's very, very, very strange. <laughs> he says, or otherwise. And Superman looks up and says, that hooded man. And so he sees Superwoman Blana Steel, who is shorter than Blana for some reason. Supergirl, uh, Super Dash Man, and Lex Supersuit. And mm-hmm. she called yourself Mr. Oz and said, my family and I are not what we believed ourselves to be. If he could get in here, I have to assume, assume the worst, that all of us are threatened by a foe I know nothing about. And then it's back to the moon. And Eradicator says, you know this place exists. Okay. But I believe it will suit our needs. Welcome. So guess where they're at? The subterranean <laughs> moon base of Batman's belongs to us now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a different Metallo. And he says, what kind of freaky? Did you say the moon? And the other person, I believe it's blank, says, because he's thinking this, kidnapped by a transporter of some kind, Metallo. And Metallo says, no one, especially some creep wearing the S, drags me in blank like that. I'm going to take those shades of yours in. And Eradicator says, you will do nothing. And blank says, return us. And he says, your powers of telepathy and telekinesis have no effect on me. Nor will you affect our host. And see a white figure with green words. He says, Welcome, my friends. And Matella says, The shimmering dude. And blank thing. Mm-hmm. Until you spill and tell us who you really are, you're no friend of mine. He says, You don't recognize me, blank? We glimpsed each other in the Himalayas. My name is Henshaw. As for why you're here, Well, think of yourselves as a type of Superman Revenge Squad. And then they're going to go recruit Mongol. Wasn't he in the... the... Didn't he see Batman and run back into the uh, Phantom Zone? Yes, before Wonder Woman imploded it. Right. That is that the last time we've seen Mongo? No, I don't think. So. Uh, uh, up until up until Trinity. Right. Mhm. Hmm. So I could care about a so Superman Revenge Squad. I want to know details. Details. Mhm. Yeah, I get what Dan Jurgens is saying that you know he has to live up to the title of Action Comics. But trust me, Dan, you give us mystery comics, I don't care. I'll take it. <laughs> Why don't you give Lois and Clark some action? Yeah. We want to see some of that. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. want to see some of that. We need to see some of that. <laughs> yeah, I really would like to see the courtship. This is, oh, well, they're married and have a kid. You know, excuse me. We need a little romance going on here, peeps. Comics. Yep, 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 yep. So, next week, 
I'm on the Dreaded DC website. So action was most excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Our favorite comic. Yep. And Superman should be this week. Superman 22. Okay. Nightwing mm-hmm. 20. Oh, they're going to stab Nightwing. Oh, whatever. Justice League 20. <laughs> is this a new story or something different? New story from continuing from the timeless. Okay. Um, I'm looking. Wait, they got a big old canary on the Green Arrow cover. Ooh. Uh-huh. Bombshells. Batman 22, which should be the third part of Button. Oh, there's Thomas with on the cover with lightning in the background in the alley with Bruce and Martha bleeding to death and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Guess what that's going to be about. Um, hopefully there will be clues. Mm-hmm. Batman's Vanquish. Um, let's see. Anything else exciting going on? Uh, not really. Uh, oh, okay. So, Superman, Justice League, Nightwing's probably going to be a bust. It's been a bust for a while. Get a blue hair. Um, Batman. Only because of the button. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And triple threat. And what? Oh, yes, and triple threat. Do you want to do triple threat next mm. as well? We if, if we got, yeah, if we've got, like, time and stuff, you right. know. Um, oh my goodness, are they collecting Superwoman Volume 1? Who killed Superwoman? Phil Jimenez. Yeah, well, you know what Phil Jimenez, you know what happens to Phil Jimenez? Superwoman killed his career. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, Superman 22, Black Dawn Part 1. Oh, I'm thrilled. What is the secret of Dead Man's Swamp? Superman is tested by a mysterious force that pushes his convictions to the limit. Can the Man of Steel save face in the eyes of Hamilton and his son, Superboy? I remember they had things attacking and Clark wasn't going to kill it. Then John did the heat vision thing. Mm -hmm. So we should be getting a uh, preview of that pretty soon, shouldn't we? Yes. I think so. It's supposed to be the Sunday or Monday. Yeah. So did we get numbers? Yeah, we got numbers. We have to wait till we find out more numbers in about three weeks, probably. Yeah, we only got top ten numbers. Ah, for March? Uh, I can't remember for which one, but I know Superman was on the top. In, like, the top ten. Or am I getting confused? I don't know. Maybe. Um, no, I thought I saw all of March. Um, Superwoman had barely had 18,000. It went mm-hmm. down over 1,000 between months. Um, let's see. Let's see where the, the soups are. March. 
Come on, move mouth. Mouth, move. Mm-hmm. Move mouth. There we go. Um, let's see. Hello, people. I hit Marge. What do you want? Oh, look at stupid Marvel. Um. Um. Let's see. Oh, why is Dark Knight Master Race selling? It sucks. Because it oh. has twenty-five variant covers. Oh. Justice League was number 10. Okay. Batman and Batman was that Bane thing was sixth and uh, third and fourth. Seriously? Oh, so, so high. Wow. Detective Comics was 14 and 15. Uh, Superman was 16 and 17. Flash was 18. Mm-hmm. Flash was 20. Justice League of America was 21. Uh, and 25. Wonder Woman was 26. Action Comics was 28. Mm-hmm. Super Sons was 30. Action Again at 31. Wonder Woman at 32. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rebirth is selling pretty well compared to oh, yeah. the new shitty two. Yeah, Night Wings 46 and 47. Trinity forty nine. Oh, wow. wow. Even with blue hair, seriously? Ooh, blue hair. Um, yeah. Well, so let's see where Superwoman is, boys and girls. I know it's gonna be hard to find. Oh, it was a hundred and eighteen. Check there. Hundred and twenty two. Okay. Was eight, My bad. 8.57. Wow. How is that book still being published? I have no clue. Beyond me. Beyond logic. <laughs> really? What is it beat? Oh, it's beating Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. <gasps> Not Jim Lee Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, and uh, Adam Strange, Future Quest Special, and He-Man Thundercats. Beating those as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, so many people read those. Yeah. Yeah, Deathstroke was 100, so. uh, Yeah, wow. 24-7-4-6. So, wow. yeah, Deathstroke. woman's not Deathstroke. so hot, Scotty. Yep. Anyway. All right, so. I'm probably. You need yeah, to get I'm to getting sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so everybody have a great week. We're going to have some good comics, and also we will be talking about Lois Lane Triple Threat as well. Thanks, mm-hmm. Ash, for a great show. Thank you for Always making this really, really good. I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy I Saturday. You mentioned in the book to those two books. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy Wednesdays and I enjoy Saturday nights. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody have a great week and enjoy your comics. Good night, yep. everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 